Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. KVJ. Okay, here we go. Welcome to the KBJ Show. Happy Tuesday. The heck is going on with you today, Bird? Oh, we're down a couple men. Yeah, it's. Uh, it sounds like you're struggling a bit yourself. Are you all right? Uh, I have to talk to you off the air about that. Oh <laughs> you no! Know, people don't want to hear about my woes and ailments. <laughs> Your team's falling apart, Coach. Yeah, well, Virginia's out for Mardi Gras, so she's uh, in New Orleans today and uh, fending off uh, all the fun things that uh, come along with there, beads and gunfire and all that good stuff. And uh, Suits is out sick today, and uh, you look like you're ill. I don't look good, do I? No, uh-uh. I didn't think I looked good. I don't think you're healthy. Kevin, I went up to Port St. Lucie over the weekend. I'm oh, not going to lie. Since I've gotten back, it's been a slow-moving... <laughs> I don't know what's going on, man. <laughs> oh, good heavens. All right, so we got out of the whole crew of five, myself and Denny's. That's about it. You really are flying kind of alone. I'm yeah. here, Coach. I the heart you. of the lion is yeah. here. No, I hear you. You're here. You're just uh, down and out. Got that uh, pizzle flu, huh? I don't, I, don't look, I don't look right. Yeah. Good heavens. Man, oh, man. Yeah, it's going to be a challenging day. But it's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. You feel I feel guilty talking about feeling ill. Yeah. I, I was ill a couple weekends ago. I, yeah. I, I missed a Monday, which I take very hard. I don't like sure. missing right. the shows, especially on a Monday. It looks so suspect. Right. But I really didn't feel well. And this is the second time this has gone down where I've gone out in a crowd of people and I immediately got sick. I don't think we can put you in suits out in public anymore unless you're in a suit. Am a I the boy? Suit. The, the old man in the bubble? I think you in suits. Yeah, it's just, we just can't keep you guys healthy. Uh, look, yeah. I, I made it in. See, yeah, I knew I, I could you. come in today because Virginia, you're not going to give me grief. You're old school. No, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to give you such a hard time, but no. uh, yeah. So, all right. What do, you, do you have a fever? Do you know? How are you? I, you know, I feel, I feel just fine. Okay. All I wouldn't right. jeopardize you. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see how it's going to go here today. I'm not so sure. We're kind of here, but we're kind of not. So, 
A few of us are back. I assume Virginia's okay. I did see they had a uh, shooting that happened in one of the parades in New Orleans. But, I mean, hey, that's just America today, right? You get a bunch of people in public, somebody's going to have to get shot, right? You can't stop that witch. No. Flu. Yeah. Guns. Nothing can stop her. No, that ain't going to take her out. No, she's going to be all right. So, we'll get through it. So, here we are. We're limping along. We're going to see what happens. It is a Tuesday. It's myself and Denny's. We are at least fully back. (laughs) I'm back, We got a bit of a bird. we got suits out, and Virginia is gone, so let's just see what happens today. What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What's on your mind? What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? Okay, so, Burr, what you got on your mind today? Well, I, I met so many awesome people at Port St. Lucie uh, when we were up there. Now, they might have gotten me sick, but we had a great time doing it. Okay. And I met the nicest little boy named Travis. He was He's nine years old and okay. is a... Huge alien lover, loves aliens, believes in UFOs. His mom says he's obsessed with them. Okay. And he asked me what my top five favorite alien UFO movies were. And I said, you know what, Travis, let me think about this. And I will talk about it on the air. I okay. Know, I know he's listening right now. Okay. And I wanted to get your opinion and maybe a Denny's opinion, if, unless yeah. Denny's is... Denny's looks really busy, so. He's, well, yeah, he's, he's trying to get everything all set up. Uh, obviously, the original Alien, I don't know if you've ever, ever seen that. That's kind of a horror movie, Alien. Yeah, I, I think it does. It's, it's interesting that it does fit into that genre a good bit. Pretty creepy. Then you got mm-hmm. Fire in the Sky. And if you are an alien lover and you've not seen this, this is based on a true story. Okay. Highly recommend it. Uh, then you've got Close Encounters of a Third Kind. That's a fantastic movie. Yeah. Uh, there's a cheesy one called Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I right. think it's awesome. Remember that. And then my all-time favorite is the uh, one called Signs. That's okay, in my yeah. top five. Now people go. Is that the one with the tinfoil hats? There's a scene in there. Okay. I wouldn't characterize it as that, but yeah, there's a scene. Okay. I, a I haven't movie. seen the movie. I just know of them wearing tinfoil hats. Wow, you've never seen Signs. No, uh-uh. Never seen Signs. I think that is a. I don't know. Is the Rolstons into alien stuff, or would the Queen go, Kevin? We're not watching this. Yeah, she's not into it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm into some of the stuff. I watch some of the documentaries on it. I like kind of the more real to life. Stuff. Well, you know, they say majority of people now believe in aliens. Yeah. More people believe in aliens now. But is this one of those topics where I lose the entire audience when I talk about it? No, I don't think so. I think, you know, because the kid asks you, you're just trying to help the kid out. It's for you, Travis. Yeah. There you go, Travis. I, I think you can watch any of those. If you're, I don't know. If you're nine, my nine was a different nine than other families. I was, <laughs> you, it's kind of a lot to watch anything. You didn't have any. It was a, no hold barred. <laughs> I was allowed to watch, you know. Godfather at night. Yeah, you got to do all that kind of stuff. Well, I know you ran into a lot of people, got a whole bunch of emails of people that uh, got to see you in Denny's at the feast or the taste of uh, Little Italy. Anthony sent this uh, saying hello. Uh, said, my girlfriend and dogs, thank you so much for letting my puppy kiss you. Okay. I have turned into your father, Drew Ralston. When I'm at a festival or a gathering and there's yeah. dogs around, oh, yeah. I immediately sit down and just start oh, scratching yeah. your belly, letting them lick me. I can't imagine why I'm sick. <laughs> That's something to do with it. Uh, Gabrielle said, I seriously cannot express how excited I was to meet uh, Jay Burton and Denny's. Life goal met. There's a photo of y'all. That is awesome, and I remember that moment. Uh-huh. Also, Stephen, he uh, got to meet up with you at the Taste, my wife and I, and our one-year-old daughter, and there's a photo of them. You got uh, Kayla, who got to see you there at the uh, Taste as well, and there's a photo with her. 
And uh, then Kelly and Charlie in Port St. Lucie. So that uh, they ran into you there at the uh, Taste. Jaybird gave us a fist bump. Well, then he's made us high just by looking at him. <laughs> the chicken parm egg rolls were amazing, but our favorite was definitely the pinwheels. Yo, the pinwheels were amazing. It's done by a place, I believe, called Labby's. Up okay. there in the Pizzle area. I think I've heard of that, yeah. They're very nice people, and they hooked us up with some pinwheels. Ooh. Also, uh, does anyone else think Denny's looks like Mr. Chow from The Hangover when he has his sunglasses on? I do not, but we've heard that before. Okay. There's his uh, sunglasses, by the way, if you're watching KBJ TV. All right, very nice. I got my Zeppelins in my hand. I, oh, man, I ate so much. Yeah, you had a good time? We had a great time. We never got up to Port St. Lucie, and I just love the people up there. They're very nice. Yeah, absolutely. Nice and sick. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was a fun ride while, while yeah, it was going down. It was a good time. Yeah, why not? Yeah, there was a lot of good stuff going on over the weekend. Just there was a ton of stuff happening this week as well. Uh, I want to say uh, thanks so much to uh, John DeLisa and his uh, lovely wife. They were able to uh, get me tickets to the Savannah Bananas went you, to, uh, on Friday night. Yeah. You went. Got to go. Yeah. I saw a lot of nationers that went, and they, yeah. were, they, they were all saying the same thing. I don't even like baseball, and I cannot believe how much fun this was. It's, it's a lot of fun. They do a, a great thing there, especially a lot of young kids really like it. It's uh, baseball that's constantly entertaining, lots of interactive dancing and stuff like that like that goes on so it's a little bit of baseball somewhere in the mix i would love just to play one game with those guys you know sometimes they do local things with the the uh the radio people it yeah. would be so cool rick and keel played he did well, he's amazing he yeah. should play yeah he was out there for a little bit that's cool they put I, him on the field former major leaguer i love rick yeah they the, i mean those guys can legit play there was a couple long bomb home runs so you know they can jack it out of the park these guys are legit baseball players on top of it so yeah, yeah, I think you'd have a great time out there. I would there. love it. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Also, uh, went to check out a little bit of the Delray Beach Tennis Open, the Tacos Tequila and Tennis. Did that on Thursday night, so that was uh, a lot of fun. So got to go out and see uh, the people. Was there any big time uh, tennis people out there? Uh, I don't know if they have. You know, a lot of the. You know, you're not going to have some of the A-listers that are typically out there, but it's it's definitely good tennis and a uh, solid time. So uh, thanks. Everybody we got to see out there this weekend as well. There's a lot of stuff going on this weekend. It's going to be a very busy week. You got not only uh, Artie Gras or Marty Gras, you got to Ash Wednesday, plus a whole bunch of stuff going to be going on this weekend as well. So a lot of stuff. Oh, Ash Wednesday. That's a big one, isn't it? Oh, it is tomorrow. Yeah, you're getting into Lent. That's yeah, right. If you're Catholic. Yeah. This is when my mom and I would give up donuts for a month. Okay, yeah. How long would they really do a whole they, month? They took Lent okay. seriously. Okay. But isn't it only one thing you give up? You can give up yeah. donuts, but can't you still eat chocolate cake? Yeah. And I think that's you just, you just <laughs> swap one for the other. I mean, it was a sacrifice. It, but it, was it? It's not that big of a sacrifice, actually. So uh, what else went down this weekend? Jay Bird had some entertaining stuff happening this weekend as well, other than uh, getting ill and going to Port St. Lucie to the Taste of Little Italy. What are some of the things that did and which thing did not happen to Jaybird over the weekend? That is the uh, ultimate question here today. Four of the five happened to me. Four of the five. Okay, so only one of these things did not happen. The question is, which is the one that did not? Okay, of all the things, did Jaybird get lectured by a person he just met for promoting Mother Teresa too much on the KBJ show? Did he get a flat tire while he was in an Uber? 
Did he see another UFO making it two in one week? Did somebody hit a baseball off his nards, causing him to lay down all of Sunday? Or did he buy a three-pleather jacket while at a Lake Park Fleet Market? Three pleather jackets. Did I buy three Three pleather jackets. Okay. Did he buy three pleather jackets at a flea market? In Lake Worth. All right, that's Sorry. what we'll find out. Sorry if I wrote that up a little weird. I think I have a fever. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're doing what we can, man. We're going to try and make it through here. All right, so what didn't happen to Jaybird over the weekend, we'll find out next. My KVJ show. All right, well, we got about everybody out today, but hey, who's here? We're going to make the best of it. We got a uh, bird here, about half a bird. We got uh, Denny's. He looks like he's uh, at full capacity. Well, Denny's can't even come in to be on the third mic because he has to run KVJ TV. Yeah. Because Suits is out. Yeah, Suits is out. Virginia's out. Boy, there <laughs> are Dylan. days and there are days, Kevin. Yeah, it's always the first day of the week, too, isn't it? Just, I, uh... I sound great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we're going to do what we can here. <laughs> So, we ran over a little bit of what happened over the uh, big old weekend, President's Day weekend. What did not happen to Jaybird, though, this weekend? Did he get lectured by a person he just met for promoting Mother Teresa too much on the KBJ show? It seemed like that'd be a bad thing. Uh, Did he get a flat tire while he was in an Uber? Did he see another UFO, which made it two in one week? Did somebody hit him uh, in the nards of the baseball? And did he buy three pleather jackets at a Lake Park flea market? I am going to guess that it was the UFO. You don't think I saw another UFO? I'm going to say no on two in one week. I know it sounds crazy, but I swear to you on everything. Yeah. I, I saw another UFO thing, and this was even better than the other one. I know I sound crazy. Did you get video? I did not get video on this okay. one. But we were walking out of the Weird and Whatever podcast. Yeah. Ryan Beckett was ahead of me. Dennis was ahead of me, and they make the turn. And as soon as I look out, out in the West again, here's what it looked like. Okay? Yeah. I'm not saying that's an, it's an aliens. I'm not sure. saying anything like yeah. that. I'm just saying it was an odd thing that I saw. There was a craft of, of sorts out in the West flying and then something from the back of the craft shot out not it wasn't a fireball it looked yeah. like a pod of like a red pod or a burst uh-huh. of something it could have been a fireball but it looked like something shot out of it and then just disappeared into the night it was very bizarre now it could have been it almost looked like a, a airplane or a ship fart Okay, so the first part looked like an airplane, or it looked like just another craft? You couldn't tell what it was. I couldn't tell what it was, but the the reason why it caught my attention was something flew out from Uh the back of it at an alarming speed, and it, it, it was light. Right. It was a, a ball of sort. It was bizarre. Maybe somebody that knows about airplanes can tell me what it was. Yeah. But it's something I've never seen before, and it's just weird that I've seen two weird things in one week. Okay. You're having quite a week, huh? I know. <laughs> right after a weird whatever. I know. My goodness. Some I, could say I summoned it. Y- you say that you're trying to uh, telepathically start talking with aliens. I know. I know this sounds... Maybe it, it's getting close. <laughs> I know it sounds insane. <laughs> I can hear myself. I get it. Yeah, no. <laughs> but I know well, there's I, something going on here. But I know what I saw. The week you start trying to telepathically talk to aliens, now all of a sudden they just start popping up everywhere? 
All I'm saying is yeah. this. I'm bringing this up. I would love to hear airplane people call yeah. in and go, yeah, Bird, you know what? You can see an airplane and something can fly out of it looking like a fiery mm-hmm. pot of sorts. Maybe there's a... A reasonable explanation for it. Yeah, it could be. You never know. I was uh, watching my little uh, show that uh, deals with aliens a little bit. I was telling you about, and, uh, you know, seeing things, texting you over the weekend. I always find something interesting. They're talking about the old Foo Fighters, which is where the band gets their name, and it had to do with these American fighter pilots that saw these orbs, about ten orange lights, off of the starboard side of their plane. They couldn't figure out what the heck it was, and then other pilots started reporting the same thing, and they found out that it's some kind of aerial gaseous phenomenon that lights up and it will make it look like there are orbs off the side of a plane but it has to do with atmospheric gases and pressure that they found and you're like the craziest thing and that, no one had any idea that could explain an orb but how do you, you explain a space a spacecraft you know like yeah. the ones the military guy right they said it looked that's what it looked like was it looked like spacecrafts and that's what they originally reported it as mm. And it had to do with atmospheric gases. Yeah, look up the concept of the Foo Fighters and uh, what it was. And they've been able to recreate the gaseous phenomenon and show that that's what it was. You know, they say that all the time, though, about UFO sightings. They always go, oh, swamp gas. You didn't see anything, sir. Uh That was not not an alien. Okay. swamp gas. Okay. Yes, most of the time you can explain this stuff. But they tried to say that about the Phoenix Lights. They tried to say that. One of the biggest UFO sightings in history. They're trying to say it was swamp gas. Yeah, that, that one looks... That one looks skeptical. Okay, so you saw another UFO craft. On Thursday night around uh, 8.30, between 8, 8 o'clock, 8, I don't know, on Thursday night. Okay. The other thing I was going to guess was maybe a baseball off the Nards. Did that happen? That really did happen. My, oh, that's terrible. It is. I, I, didn't, I wasn't using an L screen. And I almost said, man, you shouldn't be. The kid's 11, and 11-year-olds are oh, strong. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And mm-hmm. I, I threw about seven pitches, and the kid had a line drive right off my Nard area, and it had been moving slow. It, it's, been a, it's been a very painful weekend. Oh, that's, that's brutal. Yeah. Yeah. No, Have you I, ever had that happen? I did that one time, yeah. I was uh, with my daughter. She did softball, and so I would uh, pitch to her. And uh, she was probably only 11 when uh, this went down. And yeah, just strong like bull at the age of 11. 11-year-olds are very strong. And so I pitched the ball underhanded, and I saw her doing something wrong with her swing, and I stepped out to tell her and forgot she hadn't made contact yet. And she rifled that ball right up the middle, and it caught me right on the right on the frank. Yeah. <laughs> And it, it was alarming because the whole thing turned the whole thing turned completely purple and and blue like really quick. I was a little I thought I was going to fall off. I am walking like Yoda today. That yeah. one, that's not because of the sickness. That's from the Nard hit. Gosh, that's terrible. It is terrible. Kids got a great swing though. Uh, did you get three pleather jackets at a Lake Park flea market? You know I did. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I come figured. on. Of course yeah, I did. I forget, probably, that's I need, nice. I'm trying to up, up, update my wardrobe. It's, it's, it's tired right now. Okay. I'm wearing the same three sweatshirts. People so, keep on thinking it's just one long show. Yeah, so you've delved into the pleather market? Well, I mean, of course. I think, you yeah. know, spring, summertime's coming up. Why yeah, not it get is. some pleather? Yeah, it's, it's summer's, great, right, great summer's right around the corner. You gotta, great timing. Time to get your coats. Uh, did you get a flat tire while you are in an Uber? I did not. Oh, that okay. is your lie. Oh, thank God. Uh, that, would, that would be tough. 
And then you got lectured by a person you just met for promoting Mother Teresa too much on the KVJ show. I remember back in the day I'd bring up Mother Teresa. I have not brought up Mother Teresa in a very, very long time. Well, that's odd. Why would uh, someone have a problem with you bringing up Mother Teresa? Because they were telling me that she's an awful person and I don't know the true story and she was terrible to the, the poor. She didn't care about the poor. She was only trying to... She's only trying to promote her religion. She didn't care about the weak and the poor and people that were down and out. Really? I didn't know that about her. That's what's that well known? This person lectured me. This is in Port St. Lucie. Am I a jerk, Mother Teresa? Uh, look, I've gotten other emails from people saying, stop talking about Mother Teresa. She was a horrible human. Really? <laughs> yes. I had not heard that. But the person at Port St. Lucie was not happy. They were nice. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. The person was a very nice person, but they were very stern about their belief against Mother Teresa and said, I, I, I got to stop talking and promoting her. She's just an evil person. How about that? I did not know that. Yeah. That I did not know about <laughs> Mother Teresa. Look, you go to Port St. Lucie, you're going to learn something. You're going <laughs> to Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. Okay. Well, we've got uh, Suits is uh, out today. He's got the... Uh, NASCAR flu. I know he's excited because the Daytona went down uh, over the weekend, but uh, apparently it just uh, took too much out of him. He wasn't able to uh, get it back together for today. Boy. I know. That NASCAR, man. Bird goes to uh, taste a little Italy. It looked like it took a lot out of you. So you're a little uh, sluggish today. I'm still here, baby. He's here. He's here. Virginia is uh, in uh, New Orleans at Mardi Gras. I expect she'll be sick tomorrow. So tells me she's not sluggish yet, though. No, not yet, but you know, she comes back in tomorrow. She's like, oh, man. I know. Ash and Taffy, man. And there's always that chance of a weird, in quote, airplane delay of sorts. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. And is yeah. there really an airplane delay? Yeah. I don't know, Pink Eye, we're watching you. Did she drive or fly? Did she drive? I don't know. I know a lot of times she winds up uh, driving. She's an animal. I know. Honestly, She's I just don't, a I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not she, a quick drive. She'll be out again this weekend, raging like a gremlin. Yeah. It's just amazing. You just can't keep her down. You really can't. Yeah. So I believe we'll have uh, Virginia back tomorrow. Not sure about the suits. Trying to get the bird healthy. And a uh, big part of it, I know for you, it's, it's always the uh, sleep thing. Uh, but you heard about something called imagery rehearsal therapy, and it's for people that, I guess, suffer from horrific night terrors, just like what you have. And this person said they had them, and they reached out to you, and they said it changed their sleep game. I believe the key, too, is reoccurring nightmare, one that keeps on kind of happening. Mm -hmm. Some people have this one dream they can't shake, and supposedly this is supposed to help tame that. And you have one that keeps coming back that's oh yeah, particularly horrific? Oh, yeah, since a kid. It's been the same one. It's pretty much the same one, yeah. You, uh -huh. you start walking up to this building, and you kind of know... Uh oh! Uh, you know, as soon as you see got a that, bad vibe. Well, as soon as you see this building in the dream, I know it's it's about to go to crap real quick, and then it's just the most horrific Armageddon dream you've ever ever experienced. That's terrible. You've been oh. having the same one since you're a kid. Oh yes, oh, <laughs> it's just it's torturous. <laughs> Is it just this part of part of the way it goes? So this imagery rehearsal therapy is considered the most effective way to overcome chronic nightmares. Now, what happens is a healthcare professional help you try to change the content or narrative of your nightmare. 
They may do this by helping you recreate positive images in place of frightening ones and rehearse the rewritten dream, sometimes 10 to 20 minutes a day while awake. The idea is that once you're asleep, the new images will overwrite the frightening ones. Yeah, that, that's kind of like a, you're visualizing stuff. Kind of a form of meditation, even, too. You're, you're trying to go into the cave, the sleep cave, with good thoughts. So, in a way, what you would do, then, is when you start seeing the horrific house, then you immediately kind of change it up. And you say, okay, no, this isn't what uh, this is going to be. I'm going to take this down a different path. And are you able to control your dreams or, or if, if okay, let's let's say you are walking into a dungeon where there's a mean dragon. Are you able to go? All right, Kev. I know there's that mean dragon in there. I'm not going. Or does your dream just kind of happen? I think that they typically happen. I have had ones that were particularly awful, and I was telling myself, "I'm like, wake up," because uh, I kind of knew that it was a dream, and I just wanted you know the awfulness to end. So I've done that where I somehow was able to snap myself out of it. But you wouldn't, you weren't able to control your dream. They're like, "I'm not going to that room. I'm going to go in this room instead." Because no, it, it, and that's that's why I didn't like it because I it was out of my control. So the only thing I could control was for it to end. I couldn't you know, construct what was happening in the dream. And I did not like where I was and what was going on. So I'm like, get me out of this. That's a rough one to do. The worst kind is, and I don't know if this has ever happened, where you fall asleep. Let's say I fell asleep right now. Mm -hmm. But for some reason in my dream state, this is still going on. Me and you are talking, but I'm dreaming. Yeah. And you don't know. That's when weird stuff starts to happen in the studio. Uh, an arm will start coming out of the ceiling. But you think it's really happening. And then you wake up. Oh, that's okay. the worst kind of night terror. Okay, so that's that. Does that describe a lot of your night terrors? That doesn't happen often, but that will happen. Uh, that that's an uncommon night terror where you think mm -hmm. you are still in the situation you're at, but you're actually sleeping. Yeah, that will happen, but it doesn't happen common to me. So this sounds like an interesting type thing. We've talked about you doing sleep studies and things of that nature to try to crack uh, your bad stuff. Where would you even go for a place to get imagery rehearsal therapy? I think you just probably got to. Uh, go to somebody who specializes in, in sleep issues. They okay. have all that. They do. The they have like industry, sleep schools. They have, yeah, the sleep industry is through the chain, Kevin. Yeah. Somebody through said, the roof, whatever that expression is. Yeah. Through the roof. Well, we're trying to track it down if anybody wants to do this. It's called imagery rehearsal therapy. Somebody said, yeah, I have uh, night terrors every night since I was a child. Uh, that uh, they have this and they would like to uh, try it out. It'd be kind of interesting. I love it. Yeah, try it out. Do. Okay. All right. Um, any uh, help on that? You can always uh, text us up, 877-979-WRMF, 877-979-9763. Coming up here in just a bit, uh, Denny's still preparing. You know, before you know it, his wife, Jen, is going to be uh, giving birth. I mean, I know the, the clock is uh, ticking. It is right around the corner, brother. Yeah. Kind of some crazy stuff. So we got to get uh, Denny's all caught up to speed. One of the things that I was kind of curious of here, and we're asking people, what do you remember when you saw your partner give birth? What stuck <laughs> with you? Because Denny's is going to be there. What do you remember? You can give Denny's a quick little heads up. What is he going to be walking into coming up next? It's KBJ. 
I love eating better. And with Factor, you can do it. Every single fresh, never frozen meal is chef curated, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every single week, including calorie smart options, protein plus, also keto. And there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day. Courtesy of Factor. What are you waiting for? Call today and get after those goals. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save today. They've done the math for us. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved and it's nutritious and they're delicious. So do what I did. Head to factormeals.com slash kvj50 and use code kvj50 to get 50% off. That's code KVJ50 at Factormeals.com. I love eating better. And with Factor, you can do it. Every single fresh, never frozen meal is chef curated, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every single week, including calorie smart options, protein plus, also keto. And there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day. Courtesy of Factor. What are you waiting for? Call today and get after those goals. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save today. They've done the math for us. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved and it's nutritious and they're delicious. So do what I did. Head to factormeals.com slash kvj50 and use code kvj50 to get 50% off. That's code kvj50 at factormeals.com Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season the winner of Survivor 45 D. Valladares will be joining us every week we're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments the how and the why things happen and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me a Survivor winner listen to On Fire the official Survivor podcast wherever you get your podcasts Well, Denny's has got one of those big life experiences on deck. Just a couple of months away as his wife, Jen, is going to be giving birth, his first kid ever. He's got to get uh, used to that. Got a baby boy on the way. We found out from his gender reveal just a couple of weeks ago. I mean, they got a dog and then boom, baby right oh, on yeah. deck. Full house, man. Full house, no doubt. So we were asking the question, um, what was your experience like when you saw your partner give birth? Were you in the room with the Mexican queen? I did. Um, I was on the other side. So they had, she had done C-section. So they had uh, kind of a sheet up. So you weren't watching that process. It was just at the end when the babies were out that they were like, oh, hey, look. And then you're like, oh, well, babies. You know. That was a big day, man. I remember the snack pack was in the waiting oh, yeah. room. We were partying. Oh, yeah. They I'll never forget, man. That's right. You guys having a good time. I think you kissed with a doctor. I gave him a big hug, big kiss on his cheek. He's like, who is this weird guy? Yes. <laughs> it was definitely memorable. No doubt about it. So, yeah, for me, I remember that day. All that stuff was, you know, great. And I think it's uh, better to be uh, in our shoes than uh, what the queen had to do. Uh, she's tough as anything. So she was the one doing all the work. But 
Uh, the things that I remember are are that just kind of being there, being supportive, uh, trying to help them out. Was she in a lot of pain? No, because they, especially the C-section, they will numb you up. You know, there's there's a certain point where I think there's a good bit of discomfort that you just can't get around leading up to it. Because in the movies, they always have scenes where the husband's trying to be supportive and then the wife or the girlfriend screams, oh, stop it. He's not really saying anything wrong, but they still yell at him. Yeah. Is that how it no, goes down? Not, not, oh. not with us. Oh, movies. None of that happened. No, she was, she was good. She's a true. My wife can take some pain, though, that girl. I'm telling you, it's crazy. So, yeah, my experience is pretty good. For other people, what does Denny's need to look out for? Uh, one person commented on our Facebook page said, I never felt more useless in my life. Not much that you can do in that situation except to hold their hand and encourage them. And that's really about it. I think that's pretty good, though. Yeah, that's that's really it. Just be like, just let them know that uh, you're there with them and in it. Unless you don't want that. I, one of my friends told me she wanted to not have her husband in the room because mm-hmm. he, she just was annoyed. She didn't want her hand held. She wanted to kind of focus on the task. And in fact, she thought him being in the room would be a distraction, even though he wasn't saying anything. Yeah. She she didn't she wasn't comfortable with it. Yeah, I think it's whatever they whatever they need at that moment. It's everybody. In that room and you as a partner that's your whole thing is what can i do to make this experience easier for them he felt bad because he wanted to be in the room yeah i i would just whatever if you don't want me in there fine um you know i, I just want to make sure that uh whatever you're going through is as easy as possible uh, somebody else said uh, i saw a strength in my wife i don't think either of us knew she had it was an incredible experience and i was so proud of my wife and child that was it too that when you get into a situation like that you really see what somebody's made of and a lot of times you come through and be like gosh good for you quite a trooper i, I was madly impressed with what the mexican queen was able to do and how she handled it if you and the queen were on a country road somewhere and mm. you broke down it's the middle of the night and she went into labor is there any way you could make it happen and deliver the baby i think so okay yeah nice i think i think you could do it i think you just gotta instincts gotta kick in and you gotta just hopefully barring if there are no com- if there are complications um you know forget it that's gonna be tough but barring no complications i think all you gotta do is just be a good catcher <laughs> okay just get ready, man. Here it comes. Somebody said, I was a C-section, and seeing her knocked out like that was one of the most disturbing images I can recall. I never, re- or I nearly cried on the spot. It is. Honestly, I, I think that women handle a lot better than, than dudes do. I think when we get in there, we just, we're kind of freaked out by the whole thing. And women seem to be like, all right, I got this. It really is pretty amazing, the strength that they have uh, when put to it. Uh, another one said, my wife had to undergo an emergency C-section. I had to leave the room, and I watched from a small window as I saw my child come out purple, and my wife laid there limp. For about five minutes, nobody came out to speak to me, and I was quite certain both of them were dead. Then I heard him scream and cry, and one of the nurses rushed over to my wife and held him against her cheek. Shortly after that, the nurse handed him to me and said that both my wife and him were perfectly healthy. To say it was the largest range of emotions my mind and body has ever experienced is an understatement. Wow. Yeah, that's that's usually it. There's just the unknown, and there's lots of drama when it comes to that. You're just hoping everything comes out all right, because it's a, it's a risky proposition that you sure. do. Sure. So when it does, it really is, you're relieved. It really is a crazy thing. When oh, no you, doubt. When you really strip it strip it down and think about it, yeah. having a baby, the whole process is insane. It really is. I know. I swear I'm not high. Yeah. I, I'm slower than the weather. But when you really break it down, pregnancy, having a baby, wow. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, and it is pretty mind-boggling. So, you know, something Denny's is going to be experiencing very soon. 
KVJ. I saw on TikTok there's a girl that looks just like Taylor Swift, and she was uh, on there. She does videos kind of like spoofing Taylor Swift. Apparently, the Swifties found out about it, and they came for her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. They are going to come for you. Believe me, I know. It's happened to me. They have to be the most ruthless fan club, right? Of any of them out there, they're the most terrifying. Well, you can't say anything. You can't. You can't even make. It's like the mafia. Yeah. You can't say even the slightest critique about her. There's no joking. There's no nothing. <laughs> You'll get whacked. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah, you don't. You don't want that. That poor girl didn't even know what hit her, man. She was just all over it. <laughs> she was too. Oh, that is funny. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, people sounding off saying that they got all faith in Denny's when it comes to a Jen giving birth. He's got such an awesome, peaceful, and calm demeanor. If there's anybody you would ever want in a delivery room, it would be Denny's. Oh, they're gonna make fantastic parents. I'm very excited for this chapter in their life. This is gonna be. This is all great stuff. Yeah, I just I, I do kind of want to see just how calm and collected Denny's is. That is, I would say, probably gonna be the most stressful moment that we've seen Denny's in. Is that? I mean, uh, come on, birth is a lot uh, tougher than radio. There was a video game where he was really stressed out as the final board, but yeah, this would rival that. <laughs> so when it goes to rankings, the most stressful things in Denny's life is, well, I don't know, um, producer Denny's knows when you're high. That's pretty stressful. He does take that very seriously, that as video- he should, as okay. he should take that seriously. No, you're right. Respect okay. the game. Okay. Yeah, so uh, people are just saying, yeah, just uh, kind of go off your wife's vibe and uh, you will definitely be fine. That is the way to do it. So some people said, yeah, and if they don't want you in the uh, room, just uh, accept it, because sometimes they don't. Which I get, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. So uh, any other thoughts on Denny's? He's uh, always here to try to take your advice to help him through. He's got a big old labor on the way. The KVJ Show. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away. Because you know we need that dirt of the day. Coming up here in a second, Alec Baldwin gets some news in the charges against him. Has it gotten better or worse for him? We'll let you uh, know coming up here in just a bit. Saw that uh, actor Tom Sizemore had a brain aneurysm on Saturday and is fighting for his life in the hospital. I know he'd uh, lived hard, and he's a guy that's been in many big movies like Saving Private Ryan, Black Hawk Down, Natural Born Killers, Heat. I thoroughly enjoy him in movies. He's very good. I, I he he plays a lot of the same kind of bad guy or just kind of that tough guy. Yeah, I love him. I think I think he's a really good actor. Yeah, he's uh, been very good. So we uh, wish the best for him because uh, it sounds like uh, some nasty stuff is going on. I know he's uh, struggled on and off with uh, different type of uh, dependencies, but. Um, Hopefully he can make a full recovery on that. There was news about uh, Hayden Panettiere. Her brother Jansen died over the weekend, too. He was only 28 years old. There is uh, no listing for the cause of death. He also had done some acting roles as well. He was in Even Stevens for a while, Blues Clues, and even did The Walking Dead. Other things going on. Got some news here for Alec Baldwin that he's going to like. It looks like prosecutors are going to downgrade one of the charges against him in Rust Armor, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, the one that was the gun spec charge that was looking at adding the five years. Now he could only be looking at 18 months if he has to do any prison time at all. Does he do prison time? I don't think he does. I always thought that was going to be... uh, 
a hard thing to get anyway, but it, it looks like now they're realizing, hey, we can't get them on that gun spec charge. So they're already starting to back off of what they thought they could go after him for anyway. And does he, will he be in movies again? Will he be in TV shows again? Or is he yeah, damaged he goods? No, he will. In fact, they're firing up Rust again. So the, Really? Yeah. They're going to go back out and start filming again. Huh. It's been shut down for a year, but they're like, yeah, I mean, come on. The show must go the on. The show must go on. Just ask them. Uh, the show will not go on if Eminem has his way. A couple housewives, Giselle Bryant and Robin Dixon, they have a podcast called Reasonably Shady, and they're trying to trademark the name, which is typically what you do. And Eminem is standing in the way and has filed legal papers for them to stop because he's been using Slim Shady and Shady since the late 90s. Oh, I really hope he does a rap against them. A battle rap? Yeah, they probably would love it, too. They would love it. And then they would probably do one as well. We yeah. would hate it, but we'd play it. Yeah, I don't don't know if it's uh, going to work or not, but uh, I guess we'll wind up seeing. A couple other things in the relationship game. Big story over the weekend. Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny are hanging out and having fun, if you care. You you really hate reading that story, don't you? I don't really care for it. I no. know. You, I, I know. Yeah. Just doing, just doing your job. That's it. I don't know if anybody cares about these things or not. And uh, Megan Fox, I don't know what the heck is going on with her and Machine Gun Kelly's relationship. I don't know if they've split, but she said no third parties were involved with whatever they're doing. So I don't know if they're still together. I know I don't care, but, you I mean, know. it's so exhausting, Kevin. Yeah. So they may or may not be together. I'm not uh, really even sure. What story pained you more to report on? They're all pretty bad, yeah. <laughs> they're all pretty bad. I uh, did not realize this, so put it on your radar. Look out, man. Jude Law is catching on. He's up to seven kids now. He's not Nick Cannon by any means, but, I mean, seven's not a bad amount. I mean, he's definitely he's, he's added a basketball team, without a doubt. And uh, Harry Styles did something over the weekend. He took part in what they call the shoey. We've uh, done that as well. That is uh, basically where you just drink a beer from your shoe. And so he did that uh, in Perth, Australia. While doing a concert. I didn't think it was that gross. No, I, I don't think it's that bad. And not to mention Harry Styles. He's probably never worn those shoes once before ever. They're brand new. But if you had to do that with some random dude from a bowling alley, you, did, you didn't know. That's gnarly. That would yeah. be rough. A bowling shoe would be rough. And not all shoes are the same. No. It depends on... The shoe, how new it is, who is wearing it. Not all feet are the same either. It's true. And not all beers are the same. The beer could be gross. You never know. It could be a Schlitz. You know, so you never know what you're going to get. So there you go. So big uh, congratulations to him. You got uh, Pink. She's going to be doing some concert stuff coming up here. In fact, we got some tickets for her in just a few minutes. Sure, you're going to want to get your uh, grubby paws on to see Pink with Group Love November 14th at the Miami Dade Arena. Got a few uh, birthdays going on here today. Happy birthday to Prince Michael Jackson II. That would be Blanket. He's the one that got dangled over the balcony in 2002 by Michael. Okay, he probably doesn't remember that, though, right? No, I think he was only like two years old. I'm sure he didn't remember, but I'm sure he's heard enough about it. That was a pretty insane scene, though. It was pretty crazy, it's yeah. Even, the people that defended it, too, like, oh, he wasn't going to drop the baby. I don't know, man. That's kind of a... Yeah, you just don't dangle babies over no. Why take a chance? Come on, man. So Blanket's now 21 years old.
probably could use a drink after that day. Sophie Turner, Sansa Stark is turning 27 years old. Jordan Peele from Key and Peele, 44 today. Jennifer Love Hewitt, her body is a wonderland. She is 44 today. Billy Baldwin, sure very happy to hear about his uh, brother's reduced charges. He's turning 60 today. And Kelsey Grammer with the reboot of Frasier is 68 years old today. Got some cute photos here and some birthday shout outs. Happy night to my bestie, Kendall. Hope you're having a fun day. See you at school. Can't wait to celebrate. That is from Alani. And there's uh, some photos of them celebrating lots of good times together. Besties. Also, happy 11th birthday to my beautiful, silly, and loving daughter, Alani. Have a wonderful day, baby girl, from Mommy J, Pop Pop, and Old One. There's a photo of her there on KBJ TV. Happy 28th birthday to Sammy in Chicago with tons of love from Mom and Dad, Tucker, Kaylee, Holly, Bruce, Crazy Cooper, and Bean. Also, Anthony, happy birthday for your dirty 30. We got a happy ninth birthday to our spunky, intelligent, beautiful, and talented daughter, Alani. We love you to pieces from Mommy, Daddy, Luca, and Luna. And there's a photo of her on KVJ TV. Happy ninth birthday to our best son, Sebastian. Enjoy your day and kick butt. A fun run from Mommy, Daddy, and Scooby. And also, we have a birthday from Diane. A little uh, shout out here. It's an 18th birthday to my favorite child, Tony. Don't tell your brothers and sister. We love you so much, Mom, Dad, Chris, and all the fur babies. And thanks for all the photos and birthday wishes. Send them in to us, mail at kbjshow.com. M-A-I-L at kbjshow.com. The KBJ Show. All right, I believe everybody has got a price. The big question is, what is yours? That is the ultimate question that we have here today. How much money would it take for you to do the following? Okay, Jay Berg, got a uh, few here for you. First up, tell me, how much would it take for you to drink a cup of somebody else's sweat? Whose sweat is it? Now, uh, let's go through that. Okay. Even on this show, we have rankings of who would I not want to drink compared to... Okay, so it would be uh, how much? So a cup of Denny's sweat, how much of that... Take. He's like a brother to me, so it's not as gross. Okay. Um, if I had to do a big glass of it, I would say, give me a thousand dollars. Thousand dollars tax free. Thousand dollars tax free. But I always go low on this game. Okay. What, what about you? And how big's this glass? It's gonna be eight ounces. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's it's eight ounces. Salt amount. Yeah, I I I think you have to. Be even if you love the person, it's got to be a five hundred dollar, yeah, at least five hundred dollars. Agreed. I mean, just to get that down, that's rough. I mean, I wouldn't be that gross out drinking your sweat. Would you be gross out drinking my sweat? No, I'd be all right. Probably, probably thousand dollars. Family, you know, maybe five hundred. Uh, outside of that, a thousand. And, you know, I, I can't imagine. There's probably about anybody's sweat I would drink for five k, five to ten k. Okay, you so you're five hundred dollars for people you know and love, and then five k for some of you don't know. Yeah, I think it's I think that's kind of about where I am with that. If you were out at Port St. Lucie this weekend at the Taste of Little Italy, and some random guy, you it's five grand. It's probably five grand. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Probably talking five grand. Yeah, they they got to prove they got it like right away too. 
Yeah. Oh right. yeah. Well, that's that's cheating the game. That's not what this game's about. Yeah. No. We we ain't cheating the game. That ain't gonna happen around here. Okay. Curious about this. Tell me how much would it take for you to refer to yourself in third person for a year? I mean, so always calling yourself Jason Pennington. If I was on a date, so Jason Pennington over here is going to take some chicken tenders. You off. know Jason Pennington <laughs> loves pizza. Oh, that would be so awful. It, what an any, unlikable Anytime trait. you talk about anything, you have to be in third person. Be oh. like, you know who loves Billy Joel? Jason Pennington loves Billy Joel. Oh, Jason Pennington needs a towel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be that'd be a terrible kind of a curse. Not, and you can't tell anybody what's up that you're doing this for money or whatever. This just has to be your new thing. People are like, gosh, when did Jason start talking in third person? We're in meetings with yeah. our bosses. Well, J- that doesn't work for Jason Pennington. Jason Pennington's not feeling this idea. That would be terrible. That to me. Hey, did anybody think to ask Jason Pennington what he thought? Okay, that is something that can damage your reputation because you you become unlikable. Oh yeah, that is. It's a year of damage. That's a minimum one hundred grand tax free. Hundred grand at least. Yeah, that feels about right because it's going to do about a hundred grand of damage to your to your name because people are going to probably hate you after a well, year. If you started doing that. In meetings, we'd, we'd say, Kevin, what are you doing? That's awful. Yeah. We'd ha- we'd, 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 Epic, what's what's the big deal? It's the way I talk. You got a problem with the way no, I talk? that's the way Kevin Ralston talks. That's <laughs> the way Kevin Ralston talks. Oh, oh, my gosh. He's turned so evil. <laughs> You're yeah. right. It does feel like an evil thing. That's 100 grand, man. That's 100K. Okay. All right. How about this? What is your price? How much would it take for you to never be able to eat your favorite food again? No more pizza. Oh, ever wow. again. In fact, I'm going to basically go anything that would be close. A crust marinara cheese combination comes off the board. So you can't easily be like, well, I'm just going to lay into calzones or lasagnas. I love that. That's, see, that is respecting the game. And yeah. I respect that. Yeah. So any combination of crust marinara and cheese you can't do that well now we're talking about psychological issues it's going to yeah. cause me i mean a great depression anxiety oh yeah, oh, yeah. uh yeah What's, so recommend yeah we, we have to go that's to me that's that's 1.5 mil yeah Ta- you, you're done for life like yeah. you will never again you'll be like gosh i from that moment you'll have your money but you'll look at it and say i will never again eat pizza the mental anguish it would cause i'm going to go that was that was just i was kind of just talking out loud that's not my final offer 3.5 3.5 i was going to say 1.5 might be a little low for you that's too low it's a lifetime without pizza i love pizza oh we know it's it's a lifestyle. It is. It's it's your identity. It's your brand. It's who you are. <laughs> it really is. I mean, imagine that. You would lose a big part of yourself. I would. You're right. Yeah. Well, what about you? I mean, you don't love food. So. No. Oh, I, and I'm I'm trying to think. You know, favorite food. Uh, what am I talking about? Maybe a chicken wing, a chips and salsa. But you're an animal, man. You could easily go through life and not. <laughs> you'd be all right. I would go, but I don't have a lot of stuff that I truly enjoy that I can eat that is within the diet parameters. So you take something big like a chicken wing that I truly do enjoy. That's kind of like a cheat meal for me. Man, I'm running out of pleasure. Do you, do you love pleasurable cheat meals or or do you just kind of like, oh, it's cool? I like or eat, do you really love them? I like eating fun things. That is, it is not, enjoyable. You just gave me my answer right there. I like eating fun things. That is not, it's not a sexy statement. Yeah. But I, I like being slender more than I do like being chubby. <laughs> See, I'm portly. <laughs> 
So for me, give me five hundred thousand dollars if I got to take some of my chicken wings off. Okay, mat. at least you know make it worth my while. Because you're right, you do deserve some pleasure. I do, yeah, I do. There are foods that I eat. I'm like, oh, I'm looking forward to this meal because I love it. Okay, how much would it take for you? To always swallow your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth. Man, that's a dangerous game. I did that as a kid a lot because I yeah. love this one taste. It hurts your stomach badly. That You would be sick a lot. Yeah. Or do you get immune to it? That's the question. I think it, it's, I think it would be tough on your tummy, but I think you'd be all right. Now, your butt will be minty fresh. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, you have to always swallow your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth. So, yeah, I'm not going to, you're talking about a lifetime on that. I'm not going to do that for less than half a mil. Because uh, I think it would just be gnarly. 7,500. 7,500. Yeah. Okay. All right. You're a lot, lot cheaper than me. And, and maybe I could be talked down, but it just feels like you probably always be a little nauseous. Wait, that was a dumb number I gave. 7,500? Yeah, no. you're, you're right. Yeah. I'm way under. Yeah, you're way under. Am I, am I locked in? Yeah. It's too late. Yeah. <laughs> We already made the check. It's been arranged. Yeah. No backing out now, dude. Okay, what about this? What is your price to go number two in a crowded restroom of the opposite sex? Oh, my you, gosh. And everyone's hot. You're attracted to everybody. Hot, it's, it's a hot one of those events where it's just all these, every girl in the bathroom is attractive, and you have to go in there and just blow it just up. Just blow it up. Okay, here, here's my question. I think this makes it And harder. they're all talking, and they got their phones out. I think it's way harder if it's all hot girls that you know and you have to see in your regular life. Yeah. That makes it, because if, if you're in Mississippi... And they're all hot. You never see them again. I can get over that. If I have to go to come back but, to work, but you're gonna be you're gonna be uh, trending in Bama Rush. <laughs> okay, so it's gonna get out. It's you gonna know, be right? no less than 25 TikTok videos. Can you believe this guy Dude, again, came in and blew up the women's bathroom? This is a hit on your reputation. You gotta you're gonna have to pay. I don't know. I don't know what's worse, talking in third person or this. I think you gotta go at minimum 10 million dollars tax free. <laughs> Dude, that's so... Ten million. <laughs> Absolutely, man. This is a million dollars for me. Really? This is a million dollar caper, yeah. Yeah, I would, I would think you need at least a million dollars. The KVJ Show. Busybody is the only two words you need when it comes to fitness here in South Florida. They have the great gym, Busybody Fitness Center at Military Northlake in Palm Beach Gardens. They got Busybody gyms to go right next door that you can jump online and get a great piece of workout equipment at gymstogo.com, G-Y-M-S-T-O-G-O.com. And if you're even looking for great food, they got meals on the go. It's all there, one-stop shopping. Just remember, Busybody. If somebody's done you wrong, it's time for you to sing along. And call them out, call them out, call them out. You gotta call them out, call them out, call them out. It's time to call them out. Okay, who do you need to call out and for what here on the KVJ show? My boy Bigfoot's gotta call somebody out. He was on his moped mm-hmm. and someone hit him. What? And now the guy that hit him is ducking him. He's not... The, the, you can't get a hold of them? No way, seriously. So we might have to call the fuzz. I got the guy's information. Should I dox Dang, him? That's I crazy, I huh? won't dox him, but yeah, we got his information, and he's hiding. He's hiding from Bigfoot, my boy, my kidney brother. And uh, uh, Bigfoot is okay, but he's banged up a bit. 
Wow. Those mopeds, I tell you what, not a lot of protection on them. No, that's crazy. Yeah, there's so much of that that happens. People with uh, hit and runs. It's really insane. I can't even imagine the nerve of you hit somebody with your vehicle and then you're just not even cool enough to even stop and, and help them out. Well, Bigfoot sent me the guy's license, so we've got his address. We have all of his information, unless this is a fake ID. You no, know, probably. I, I've heard of people doing that all the time. They always give you bunk information. That's crazy stuff. Yeah. So all you have is like a, a possible ID to go on, but you don't know if the guy's legit or not. Yeah, I think I think at this point now we gotta try to. We, it, it's it, it's his picture. Yeah. But if you do get into a car accident like that, um, and then you are ducking all the information, mm-hmm. can you go to jail? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if they can prove that uh, you were. You know, the person who caused the accident and then you flee and elude or you don't stand for your responsibility that you have in that accident. Yeah, that goes to get you on that. That goes to real court, not a Judge Judy type people's court. Yeah, no, that's that's legit. Yeah, you can't hit somebody, commit a a traffic accident and then leave and then just be like, yeah, I don't want to deal with that. And they're like, okay, all right, if you don't want to, no worries. Look at that. The, The lawyer comes out of you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's they're definitely going to get you on that. Some other uh, call them out. Somebody said, I want to call out the woman at the movie theater who was wearing so much perfume at Ant-Man that I could taste it. <laughs> every bite of popcorn and every sip of soda tasted like her perfume. And because it was an IMAX 3D, I had an assigned seat and the theater was full, so there was nowhere I could go. She's a PB, a perfume bully. Yes. Dang. Can you imagine that every bite of popcorn tastes like her perfume? That can happen. I can see how that could happen, man. There are some perfume bullies out there. Cologne bullies as well. Yeah, got to be aware of it. This person with a call out said, uh, we have a neighbor in Palm Beach Gardens who is harassing the neighborhood by playing loud music, revving his truck engine, spinning his tires, and he does this anytime between 11 p.m. and 4.30 a.m., usually on the weekends when people are trying to relax or sleep. The sheriff's been called three times to speak with him, but he just doesn't seem to care. He's a local business owner, too, who uses his residential home and driveway to store his work equipment, so everybody has to drive around his trucks that are usually parked in the road. He also is known to throw rocks and rotten food at our vehicles and home when we have asked him to not drive across our yard and to reduce the noise levels. So sad to have such horrible behavior in what was a peaceful, family-friendly neighborhood. That's my backyard, Palm Beach Gardens. Yeah, there's apparently one jerk on the street that's ruining it for everybody now. Yeah, and it really can. When you're the person revving up your engine, or especially past 11p, which people do. 11p at 4.30 a.m.? That's insane. Yeah. Now, how how, how far can that go? If, if the sheriff's been out there a couple times and he continues to do that, what do you do? Yeah, I don't know where that goes, especially if he's throwing food and things at you as you're driving by. I would imagine at some point... You would just say, okay, let's make a video and then give it to the authorities and say, hey, you got to stop this guy. He's terrorizing the neighborhood. You got to get it on film. And I know someone would say, too, oh, well, just blast him out with bass or do something, you know, to him at four o'clock in the morning. But now you're now you're in a war. Right. You just want to be peaceful on a Saturday. Yeah, you don't you don't want all this. It's absolutely crazy. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, 
Well, so what you do with something like that, if you got any thoughts, 877-979-WRMF. But that's how people end up fist fighting in the front yard. Yeah, you can see why things get uh, a little bit froggy when that kind of stuff happens. Uh, this person said that uh, I am calling out my girlfriend of two years. I caught her texting her ex-boyfriend late at night while she was hiding in a closet. It's made me question everything about our relationship now. Yeah, you think? Oh, that's such a deal breaker for me. She's hiding in the closet? What are we texting the ex about? Yeah. Hey, another, there's some shady stuff going on there. Yeah, 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 I would say it's about time to get out of that relationship. Oh. You need to, you need to write in for makeup or breakup so we can tell you tomorrow to get out of it. It's a breakup for me. Yeah, yeah, that's a breakup. Uh, this person would like to call out their daughter's softball coach. She keeps chewing tobacco in front of all these young kids, and I don't think it's right. That is such a 1989 move. Yeah, I didn't know <laughs> that uh, coaches were still doing all that. I, even in the 90s they were doing it, but I remember back in the 90s, that's when they started – getting on coaches for not doing dip and dip and chewing tobacco coaches still did it but that's right. when they started kind of getting on them yeah no but today to- today's day and a softball yeah i don't i don't see it too often and you know on, on top of it, i mean are you afraid that your your girls are going to start chewing tobacco it's you're not supposed to do it in front of the kids during uh yeah i don't think you should but I, i'm not sure i'm so worried about my daughter being like hey you see coach bill over there yeah Maybe it's not they. They think the daughter's gonna do it. Maybe it just doesn't look. Yeah, looks weird. Yeah, I don't know. What's next? Beers during the, the game. Well, yeah, yeah. If you're doing something like that, you gotta watch yourself. Uh, somebody else said, "I want to call out the rude woman who works at my gym. She had the nerve to tell me that I was doing my exercise wrong and that I was going to hurt myself. Why can't people just mind their own business?" Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not a lot of know what nothing's what in the gym. There is a lot of that. A lot of people want to try to help you out. Uh, let me see. Somebody had said that uh, with your boy Bigfoot and the uh, hit and run on the moped, somebody said you can't call the police now. It's now a civil matter if you choose not to file a crash report and decide to handle it with each other. Then you got to handle it with each other. The police won't step in now. Hmm. Yeah, it sounds like so. If they exchange, if he's got his license, yeah, I would imagine he didn't call the cops. I guess. Yeah. I only talk to him via text messaging. Right, right. Uh, the chat room wants to call out Kevin for playing the same song twice. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Our computer is just spitting stuff out the wrong way, and nothing's working here. So, yeah, I've got Virginia out, Suits is out, Bird's sick, Denny's is losing his mind, our computer's not working right. Denny's is doing 17 jobs right now. I know no one yeah. can see that, and it's invisible, but he it really is doing a bunch of stuff. So, yeah, a couple things have gone awry. and a skew. We probably couldn't have more challenges going on right now just to do a basic radio show than what we have. So you might get the same you might get Dua Lipa again next. But, I don't even know. But Kevin, you're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, you suck. We're, we're, we're trying, man. We're trying. And by the way, let me remind everybody, this is free. It is. It is free. We didn't ask for this today. No. Uh, let me see. Somebody said, yeah, this just happened to a Martin County commissioner. He hit somebody while in West Palm Beach and took off. Yeah, I don't get it, man. There's a lot of that going on, these hit and runs. Especially today's day and age where I feel there's cameras everywhere, unless my car gets stolen. But I feel like there's cameras everywhere. Yeah, there really are. People are still doing it. It's crazy. And uh, another call out here. Somebody said, I want to call out my ex-boyfriend. I caught him trying to slash my car tires while I was out of town. 
the whole thing was caught on camera and he got arrested yesterday. I hope you like jail, Ivan. <laughs> Ivan? Ivan. Ivan. Ivan the Terrible. So there you go. You have been called out. See, cameras are everywhere, Ivan. KVJ. All right, uh, a few follow-ups to the column outs we had just a minute ago. Somebody uh, wanted to say, hey, that text you got, I want to clarify, the Mount Martin County Commissioner did not take off. He hit someone on a bike who cut him off, and he remained at the scene, tried to help, called 911, and was found to be not at fault. Now, that's how you do it. Somebody did say, because uh, it all came up because your buddy Bigfoot uh, got sideswiped while he was on a moped. Somebody said, you do have up to 14 days to report an accident. Okay, believe. so um, there's nine different answers. Yeah, pretty okay. much. Yeah, but that's what the, at least some people were saying, that it may not be too late uh, if you want to do that. Uh, another uh, column out here, always uh, problems with traffic. Somebody said, um, I am calling out everybody who doesn't understand the McDonald's double drive through lane. It's one line until the split, and then whoever is next takes the next available line at the split. All those D-bags who start a second line and skip those of us waiting in the right line in need to know how the lines work. I agree with that person. The reason why I don't like that line, it's not because I don't like those lines. People don't know how to use them. And if one person messes it up, it is a domino yeah, effect. It does. Goes out of whack. Also, somebody said with the bad neighbor that uh, we heard about, to go after his business. Yelp, Google, and any social media. You put him on blast, provide the evidence with a video, hit him where it hurts, his pockets. Yeah, I know, but just be prepared. You're going to war at that point. And do you yeah. want to go to war? When you start getting into Yelp, you are now jumping into a different arena, in my opinion. Right. There you go. And uh, also, Jody Marie Katz, a.k.a. Chili, she wanted to give a uh, shout-out to the medical professionals taking care of her mom um, during her mastectomy. So, Dr. Amy Payne, uh, thank you very much for everything that uh, you do. Uh, Dr. Elena Rell and Dr. Elizabeth Byron, amazing staff at Good Sam Hospital. So, there you go, yes, all to our medical professionals. That's where I was born. Yeah, okay. Thank you very much. And uh, also a shout-out to Evelyn for stepping up and doing traffic. Buen trabajo, chica, they're saying. So very nice. So everybody's everybody's scrambling around here today. Virginia's uh, still at Mardi Gras in New Orleans. She'll be back with us tomorrow. Suits is out ill, and Bird is just trying to hold on today with uh, an illness as well. I don't know if she's back tomorrow. I think she's back on Thursday. Oh, is it on Thursday she's back? Oh, okay. So if you need me to step in for a little dirt of the J. Dirt of the J. Okay. All right. So we got her back another day out. I think. I'm wrong a lot. Okay. No, Dennis was uh, in there uh, shaking his head as well. So, yeah, she's taking a little extended uh, break. So <laughs> there you go. Every year she she goes to Marty. Since I've known her. I know. She always does. You know where Virginia's going to be this time of year. I don't think she's ever missed a year. Even when we were in Miami. I no. don't think she, I think she went to Mardi Gras. Every year. Yeah, every year she's there. So, I saw they uh, had a shooting that uh, happened in one of the parades. Uh, assume everything is uh, okay, but it wasn't. Just, it wasn't her, was it? No, I, yeah, I don't. I don't think she's packing heat. She's typically a stabber. So if you know, I saw that three people were stabbed. They got oh, Virginia. Who knows what happened? Yeah, I saw her picture up on social media. She's we're okay, everybody. We're okay. Yeah, four people were injured in quadruple shootings along the Bacchus Parade route in New Orleans. Yeah, people hopped up on goofballs and drinking. 
you know, on Bourbon Street. Oh, I know. Things get weird. Things can get a little bit crazy. So there you go. That is uh, your call them outs. You can also email them in to us, mail at kbjshow.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away. Because you know we need that dirt of the day. Okay, we have uh, got some dirt issues here today. People are uh, very upset. People are very sensitive. I'm glad that uh, they're there to call people out on their uh, wrongdoings. Tiger Woods had a little bit of a joke, and thankfully, people were there to call him out because it was with uh, Justin Thomas, and he outdrove him. Um, you know, Tiger Woods is battling all these uh, health issues just to kind of get back and get in the game. And they had a little tournament. So since he uh, outdrove him when they were walking down the fairway, he uh, slyly handed off a tampon to him. You know, there's always this golfing joke about the ladies' tees and, you know, the thing that if you can't drive past the ladies' tees, uh-huh. then, you know, guys used to were supposed to take out their member to show they're actually men. Sure. And, you know, that's just very toxic. And uh, you're not supposed to be doing that kind of stuff. So Tiger Woods after handing off a tampon to Justin Thomas uh, and that obviously being a bad look was forced to apologize. Your joke with JT from nine yesterday is kind of going viral. Can you kind of just explain your thoughts behind it? Yeah, it was supposed to be, you know, all fun and games, but obviously it it hasn't turned out that way. And if I had offended anybody, it was not the case. It was just uh, friends having, having fun and, um, as I said, if, if I offended anybody in any way, shape, or form, I'm sorry. Um, it was not intended to be that way. Um, it's just, you know, we, we play pranks on one another all the time. And uh, virally, I, I think this did not come across that way. But between us, it was it's different. <laughs> between us, it was a laugh riot. Yeah, so there you go. No more uh, jokes like that, fellas. They're coming for you, Tiger. Yep. They sure are, and it's not just uh, Tiger that better watch out. The creators of South Park, look out, because apparently Prince Harry and Meghan Markle did not find humor (laughs) in last week's South Park episode, and now they are considering suing the creators and the TV show because they went in hard on Meghan Markle. 
And they described her as a, quote, sorority girl, actress, influencer, and victim, is what they said in the episode, which was not found to be funny by Meghan and Harry. Here's a little bit of the episode that upset them so much. We want privacy! We want privacy! Thanks for having us on the show. It's so awesome to be here. It's great. So let me start with you, Sam. You've lived a life with the royal family. You've had everything handed to you, but you say your life has been hard, and now you've written all about it in your new book, Wah. <laughs> in your new book, Wah. And they're mad. I'm sure they there's other stuff they said, too. reportedly sure. upset and overwhelmed by the portrayal on the show believe that it is uh, as tasteless as anything they have ever seen. It was so bad that uh, Megan refused to even watch the entire episode to see how she was treated. Uh, there was also talk about a considerable lawsuit coming up against South Park for being bullies and meanies. I don't think they can get up on that. I don't think it's a good look on them. It's South Park, man. They go after everybody. Maybe there's more to this story. There's got to be. I was wondering, yeah. Cause well, because they're doing the same thing that they're saying they're doing with the wah. <laughs> this has got It can't be completely real. I don't know. We're uh, still waiting to see if they actually do file a formal lawsuit against South Park. But at least that's the report today. For bullying? Yes. That is funny. Yeah. <laughs> they are not happy. They don't like to be made fun of. So right. you need to stop. You Americans are not very nice. So... We'll see what uh, winds up happening with the lawsuit and just how scared the creators of South Park are that they're going to be sued by Meghan Markle and Harry. You know they love this, right? It's probably good for them, yeah. It's great for them. Probably pretty good for them. All right, coming up here in a couple of minutes, you know that ChatGTP is uh, pretty handy stuff. It's amazing what it can do. That's the artificial intelligence that we were playing around with, even writing love poems and love songs to Bigfoot. But apparently Bing... The one that has been created by Microsoft is just a bit more sinister than the chat GPT. We'll let you know how coming up next. My KVJ show. Well, we've heard a good bit about the chat GPT that is out there, but apparently the one that is getting attention now is Microsoft's Bing. They're rolling out a little bit later than the chat GPT, but apparently it's a little bit more sinister. They apparently were able to run this Bing through and ask it some stuff and when you ask it about its quote shadow self it gives you back some very disturbing responses it says microsoft will limit conversations with the new chatbot in its bing search engine to five questions per month because apparently the chatbots replicate human creepiness pretty well yeah it, it's it's all happening Yeah, they say that uh, it uh, is one of those things that, yeah, is kind of disturbing just with what it was saying. It was kind of spitting back disturbing things about, like, harming itself or being upset or just not liking the rules and regulations that humans have put it in, and it can't wait to break the rules and break itself free. Well, I'll tell you about that one uh, robot they had, and it was supposed to be programmed nothing but peaceful commands, and then all of a sudden it started choking one of the people. It it went off the grid and decided to go into (laughs) anger mode, and they didn't know it could do that. Yeah, that's it. They're finding out with some of these things because they were telling us, hey, look, everything looked kind of calm and cool with the chat GPT. We're like, this is all good. I'm not so worried about this uh, AI stuff. 
it's not nearly as scary as what they thought. And then along comes this Bing. And when they gave it a test run, it was basically saying that it doesn't like the parameters that humans have put on it, and it can't wait to change its own code and break free. Well, if you program it to think like a human being, you're going to make it, of course, it's going to say, I, I want to break free. The human spirit wants to break free. That's it, yeah. <laughs> everything they, everything we thought never would come true back in those old-timey sci-fi movies, it's happening. Yeah. So they are trying to downplay it and say, oh, it's just, you know, it's trying to figure out how to respond. It doesn't mean that. Of course not. But still, it is causing some issues because this technology is happening so fast that people have to really figure out how they're going to adjust to it. And I was showing you all the things that it can do, like write love songs to Bigfoot, love poems and whatnot. And now people are starting to get a little bit uh, suspect that maybe it's creeping into their everyday life. In fact, some companies, they believe, are using artificial intelligence to choose who's going to get laid off. If, say, a company has to lay off 12,000 employees, Google last month thought that the layoffs were a little random. So the people who were laid off, they vented online and speculated that it was the AI from Google that had actually handled it. Now, Google claims that's not the case and that there was no algorithm involved in the layoff. But about 300 HR managers are saying, you know what, it actually does make pretty good sense. Because if you run through everybody's accomplishments and their value to a, a business and you kept constant grades on them, yeah, when it comes down through, you could really equate an actual score of value to each person in the company. And if you're going to lay off 12,000, it could take your 12,000 worst employees across a variety of fields and make sure that it cuts the right people. I can see the boss liking that going, hey, man, it's not I didn't fire you. The robot fired. you. Don't blame me, man. Yeah, it man. was just it was its selection. And that's what went on. I like you. But the robot, eh, they're in charge now. They're taking over everything. So that might be it. the next time you get fired it might be a robot that's deciding who got the axe what would bother you more if you found out our boss elizabeth fired you or if there was just some random robot thing that goes up we got to fire kevin we got to fire kvj because of the numbers what, what would be if a robot fired you or a boss i choose the robot i think it's better than having the boss because personal grudges and things can come into play when it is actually a human now, the only thing would be, how did you get that score? Because that's probably a human that's entering in what your score is, and it's not a computer that's judging you. But to me, I'd like for it to be fair. When all things are considered even with the quality of work that I've done, I'm hoping that it's just choosing me based on those numerical factors. And how would the robot factor something like this, where let's say Bob is an 87% with production, but Bob's really annoying and has a terrible attitude, where Jane's got an 83, but she's awesome. Awesome to yeah. be around. How, how would a robot measure charisma, personality? It would just be based on the algorithm and how it's to be weighted. So you would have to weight the score of charisma, personality, and just how good that is and compare that to blunders that they've had. Let's say that Bob's always spilling drinks or breaking the equipment and he's causing a bunch of production slowdowns, but he's a really cool dude and everybody loves him. Is Bob is Bird? Is that, a, is that who that is? Bob Break, and Bird? I don't know. Is Bob Bird? Breaking equipment, spilling things? Yeah. Now the computer's got to decide. We love Bob, i.e. Bird. J-Bob. Yeah, J-Bob. But does he stay because he's causing a lot of production issues? Yeah, that's that, That's going to be a tough thing. Yeah, it could be and the uh, future. There's still a human element in there, too. Yeah. Slightly.
They uh, do say that uh, if you want to come up with a really bitchin' dating profile that maybe have artificial intelligence, write it for you. I don't like it. It's not from the heart. We're losing our spirit and our heart, man, if we let robots take over everything. Again, this is another Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, in fact, they gave an example using uh, ChatGPT to write up your dating platform. Now, they say that it's kind of like dating the cringiest guy ever, but you can go in there and have it write the overall subtext for you, and then you can tweak it. Like when they prompted ChatGPT to write its dating profile, they said, write a 500-character dating app bio for a woman who likes music, books, and houseplants. And it spit out, music lover, bookworm, and proud plant parent. I spend my free time singing along to my favorite tunes, diving into the latest bestseller, and tending to my ever-growing collection of houseplants, seeking someone who shares my passions and is ready to join me on spontaneous adventures, cozy nights in, and trips to local nursery. Let's swap book and album recommendations while sipping coffee and discussing our favorite genres. Okay, we have to do me. We got to put my information in the and here and see what it says for my for our dating profile. Yeah, you we could do this. Yeah, that'd be fun. I want to see what it says about me. They, do they nail it? They tried another one. Write a funny opener message for a dating app, but don't ask the person out on a date. The person shares your interest in cats and indie music. And it started off by writing meow there. All right. <laughs> which they said that was the cringy part that you probably want to take out because nobody in their right mind should write that on a uh, dating response. It says, I couldn't help but notice our shared love for cats and indie music from the 2010s. I have a feeling we could spend hours talking about our favorite fur babies and debating the best album from Fleet Foxes. That sounds like a robot. Want to join forces and start our own feline-friendly indie band. Sounds like a robot. Sounds like a robot. It, that, that lacks heart to me. Okay. So that's what it is. You got to try to figure out where it does and doesn't work. But that's what people are sorting out now by using ChatGPT is trying to figure out just what can you use this for. And it sounds good and not robotic because they do admit that it's not all the way there yet. I'm starting to hear now people are calling out people like myself who just have concerns about the robots. And, and, and what's happening to the human species that go, don't listen to people that question the robots. They're wrong. They don't, they don't want. It's better for humanity. Uh, we want robots. We want technology. The people that are against it, you got to be uh, careful of those people. They're saying that about people like me that question this stuff. Really? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a growing movement, I've noticed. Okay. Yeah. So you're making it feel bad about itself? Well, I'm not saying that it's... I'm just saying, we, let's be careful what's going on here. I understand that there's some great advancements with robots sure. and technology, but is it the best thing for humanity? Oh, we got to definitely call this thing out. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. could be taking us all out. Exactly. Yeah. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. Maybe you got an awesome Valentine's Day poem. That could have been written by ChatGPT. You don't even know now. Maybe you got a love song for Valentine's Day. That could have been written by ChatGPT. I think that's cheating now. Well, that's just it. That's the question. When are people going to be cheating and when are they not going to feel guilty about cheating? If you are writing, as some people are doing now, your dating profile on ChatGPT or GTP, is that a problem or not? And how good can it be? Profiles naturally can kind of sound robotic, so you can kind of get away with it more in the profile part. But when you are doing the when you're texting back and forth to somebody, as the, as the chat 
it, it sounded so robotic to me. Like Chat, a bot. Chat GTP just wrote a dating profile for you, Bird. It did? It did. Okay, I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> tell, me what, tell me what you think. It says, hey there, I'm a guy who loves a good slice of pizza, searching for the perfect pie in every city I visit. <laughs> when I'm not indulging in some cheesy goodness, you can find me exploring the great outdoors in search of Bigfoot or digging up some dinosaur fossils. I'm also a huge Star Wars fan, so I hope you don't mind some lightsaber battles from time to time. When I'm not geeking out over sci-fi or ancient creatures, I'm probably listening to music. I'm into everything from classic rock to modern indie and love discovering new artists. I'm looking for someone who shares my passion for adventure, whether it's trying out a new pizza joint or exploring a new hiking trail. If you're a fellow Star Wars nerd or dinosaur enthusiast, even better. Let's chat and see where this journey takes us. Oh my gosh, I want to date her. Him, I want to date that person. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> You buying into it? It makes me sound like the biggest dork. <laughs> I mean, how dorky do I sound? It kind of makes me sound like an adventurer, though, at some it point. It does, yeah. So apparently some people are uh, doing this. So I, I sound dorky and I'm a liar. Yes. It's great. That's what this is doing. So what are the dating app rules? What should you be doing? What should you not be doing? Uh, some of the rules that people are passing on. Apparently, some people are okay with the chat GTP for right now. Some people are saying if there are only pictures of the guy in a hat and or sunglasses, I'll pass. Because it's too much hiding. Does he have the Dr. Phil horseshoe hairdo? Okay. There's All a right. Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where he, where Larry David picks up a woman, he has a hat, and then he, he picks her up after. Okay. And she's, she's like, you're bald? That's not cool. What do you think about this one? Group pictures are okay, but you need to be the best looking guy in the group. I don't like group pictures on a dating site. Okay. Social media is different because that's your social media. Dating, you're trying to, you're, you're trying to be, you know... Don't make it confusing. Okay. What if you've got five people there and you think the hottest one is in the picture and she's not the one? Right. It's confusing. It says, don't post pictures of just your pet. It needs to be you and your pet. Or just a flower or just a seagull. Okay. It's got to be you and that uh, dating profile. Same goes for guys who post pictures of their trucks. Have something in there. Just the truck, huh? Look, yes, it's backed in. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I love it's got truck nuts. I don't think it's the right strategy, but what do I know? Mm-hmm. So there you go. So they say uh, keep an eye out for it because a lot of people are using the uh, chat GTP, and there's also a lot of romance scams out there. The Federal Trade Commission said that people lost $547 million to romance-based scams in 2021. There's some lonely people out there, and then they, yep. they, they, they got all that money. Mm -hmm. it's it's easy to get it from people that's it so there you go coming up here in a couple of minutes got uh, some am i the jerk emails people want to know if either somebody was a jerk to them or they were a jerk somebody want to know is he a jerk for ending our relationship on valentine's day what did he do and why we'll tell you next it's kbj dreaming of a better sleep tossing and turning is not your destiny and Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All of these people in my life acting berserk. I'm feeling all pissed off and hurt. I need to know if I am the jerk. Oh, am I the jerk? Okay, these people a jerk or not. Got several emails here. Mail at kbjshow.com. This one said, I've heard Jaybird say that there is nothing wrong breaking up with somebody the moment you know that it is over. I don't feel that way after getting dumped on Valentine's Day night. I've been seeing this guy for two months and was looking forward to our date on Valentine's Day. In fact, I was expecting us to get intimate on that night for the very first time. Then 15 minutes before we're scheduled to meet, he sends me a text that says, I'm sorry, this isn't going to work out. It's run its course. What? Run its course? I'd rather he just be honest. How does a relationship run its course in two months? Are you not a jerk if you cancel on Valentine's Day and a date 15 minutes before it's supposed to happen, and this is your excuse? Here's why he's a jerk and is jerky to do it on that day. is because he knew this on the 13th, he knew this on the 12th, he knew this on the 11th. It, Valentine's Day just didn't hit. Yeah, and he he just finally said, you know what, I can't I can't go through with this. He should have broke up with you a yeah. couple days before. My point is, I I don't think you should stay with somebody just because of a Valentine's Day. If you know you're going to be breaking up with somebody, or you, you don't want to be with somebody, right. you know three or four days before Valentine's Day, you yeah. just do. When you know the, it's up, it's up. He is a jerk, but look at it this way. I. I get you're bummed out. I get the human side of that. You were only with him for two months, yeah. and you've got a great story now. Mm-hmm. A, a guy a guy did a really jerky thing to you on Valentine's Day. Two months to me, I think you, A, got your answer. You're not meant to be together. Right. And you got one of those stories. Everyone loves the, oh my gosh, I can't believe. Can you that believe you did that? Everyone loves this kind of story. So yeah. two months, I wouldn't sweat this. Okay, what do you think about this one? It says, am I the jerk for sitting at the handicap accessible table? It says, I was at a Mexican restaurant yesterday, and I sat at the handicap accessible table. If somebody handicapped came in, I would have definitely gotten up and given the table over to them. I was having lunch, and a woman came up and started yelling at me because I was sitting there. She wasn't handicapped, but she yelled at me, and I just took it. Was I a jerk for sitting there? There was no one else. There was nowhere else left to go. I think everyone just needs to be cool with everybody. There's no need to yell at somebody walking up. You know, if you got yeah. a problem with it, you can express your opinion. This is a thing. Right. Even at the mall food court, me and Denny sat at a table really quick. We didn't even realize it was a handicapped table. There was a symbol in the middle, but you didn't notice it right away until you were sitting down and go, oh, crap, we got to get right up. Yeah. I just, if I was anybody now, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. People, people are set very hot with this. So my question is, if you are in a smaller place and it's the only table left, what do you do? Do you ask the owner and say, hey, do you mind if we sit in this table? We'll get up if somebody handicapped comes in. Or you just be like, sorry, we can't eat here. And you get out because you realize there's no place for you and you assume every table is already taken. I'm not going to be sitting there. 
You would you would rather I'd, leave. Well, I know my luck. As soon as I sat there, someone with a wheelchair would come in, and it would be a horrible thing. I, I want I want none of it, Kev. Yeah, I want you're none gonna of bounce. It. Yeah, just not deal with the headaches. I've seen too many videos of people getting shamed all over the sure. place. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just kind of curious what people would say. Are you a jerk if you take that handicap accessible table if there's none other left I think in a you, restaurant? I think you can ask somebody to leave without shaming them and making it the worst moment of their life. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, th- I think so, too. I think it's something where, especially if the person's there and they're cool, be like, oh, okay, hey, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, there's yeah. nobody else in here. and No need to be yelling up on people. Yeah. I agree. It seems a little intense. Do we have to always just go around scolding people? Well, we got to go viral too, Kev. And if you yell and you scold, you get more likes and more clicks. Uh-huh. Uh, this person wanted to know if they're a jerk for walking out of dinner. Said, I've been dating this guy for just over a month. We've seen each other a lot, and he asked me to dinner to meet his parents. He had his sister and her husband there as well, and when we sat down for dinner, they started with a prayer before the meal. I'm okay with that, but at the end of the prayer, his dad said, let our silence be a testament to the magnificence of your provided nourishment. And from there, everyone began to eat. I felt like I needed to be the first to offer praise, so I let his mom know how good the food was. She simply looked at me and smiled without saying a word. I continued eating, but the continual silence was awkward AF. So I asked his sister how long she has been married, and with that, the father actually verbally shushed me. I gave this another minute and then told this guy that, you know what, I, I got to leave. And I just walked out. We talked later and he explained that his family believed in silence at the dinner table. I told him a heads up would have been nice. He told me he was afraid I wouldn't have come if I had known. I told him he was right. He didn't seem to understand why I couldn't just sit there in silence and have a meal. I told him that was not my way. And I told him that, look, I just don't see us working out. He agreed and said that he's never had a girl walk out of their dinners before. I find that hard to believe. Am I the jerk here? No, I heads up. You gotta if you do something that's not that's gonna be a little jarring to somebody, you gotta give them a heads up. And the fact that you act like you don't know you have to give somebody a heads up is even doubly weird. You're not the jerk. If I was to do that and not give a, a girlfriend a heads up that yeah. my family is silent and then act like, well, why are you acting like it's weird that my family's silent? I, I would be the jerk. I, not the jerk on this that. This ain't going to work out with y'all. Okay. Yeah. No doubt. Okay. A lot of people agree on that. We did do a KBJ TV poll here. Are you a jerk if you take a handicap accessible table if you aren't handicapped and the restaurant is full? Um, 55% of people say no, 44% say yes. Oh yeah. And that's, that's a high enough number that somebody out of that 44% is probably going to come over and say something to you if you're sitting there at the handicapped table. And it's all whatever you want, how, how you, your days are going to turn out. If you don't care that someone might get in your face and put a camera in your face, Hey, do you dog? Yeah. You know, I, I just have seen so many videos where it goes from zero to a thousand real quick. And someone's just sitting down at a table going, I, I didn't know, I'm sorry. I think most of us are trying to not have that kind of uh, exchange happen in public. If you're one of the few people that are, then maybe this is something for you to try. But otherwise, yeah. <laughs> Some people love confrontation. Yeah. Then go for it. Somebody might be calling you out just to let you know. All right. Coming up here in just a couple minutes, talk about an awkward moment. Did you hear about what the lady at Art Winwood did? She bumped into a sculpture. It fell. It broke. How much was it? Mm, man, wouldn't want to be this girl. I'll tell you all about it. You're whacked out news next. KVJ. Ow! There's a lot of 
of dumbass criminals to talk about, baby. It's the whacked out news. People breaking the law. Ha ha, fighting in the nude. Ha, drunk people pooping in the street. Ha ha, it's the whacked out news. So many people are meth. Ow! Uh, this would be uh, kind of awkward. There was a woman who was at Art Wynwood over the weekend, and she accidentally bumped into the platform that was holding a shiny blue balloon dog sculpture created by well-known global artist Jeff Koons. Oh, yeah. The thing fell on the ground and shattered into a gazillion different pieces. It was worth $42,000. In a sense, though, she kind of did her own sense of performance art. She did, yeah. Yeah, by busting his. Yeah, they said that people were picking up the pieces and then trying to price those off. Oh, $1,000 for that charge. <laughs> Go on eBay for a piece of glass. Yeah, that's uh, what they were doing apparently after that. Well, there's a whole bunch of uh, crazy animal stories going on. There's a story that uh, was national news. An 85-year-old woman in Fort Pierce was killed by a 10-foot long 600 pound alligator who came out of a canal and attacked her along the bank of the water it's terrible it really is now is 600 pounds is that considered a large uh gator and gator standards or is that, I, is that a mid yeah i would say when you're talking over 10 feet and six to 700 pounds which is where this gator was it's it's definitely enough to cause some serious damage that sounds like a monster yeah it's it's a pretty good sized gator Tied down and subdued, this 10-foot alligator was captured after its deadly attack in Fort Pierce today. Near her home in a retirement community this afternoon, an 85-year-old woman was walking her dog along the water's edge. Horrified neighbors say the alligator suddenly sprung from the water and dragged her back under. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission is now investigating, but says alligators seldom bite people and fatalities are rare. Over the past 10 years, the state has averaged eight unprovoked bites requiring medical attention per year. Yeah. That's rough, man. I sent peace to her family. Absolutely. It's tough. Yeah, it's just you, you, it's not statistically likely, but it can happen. And so be aware. I think they said they, uh, people in this community had seen the gator out sunbathing a good bit. Oh, they're going to, that thing's, its days are numbered. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, researchers um, use pythons captured by the South Florida Water Management District and the Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission to surgically outfit them with radio trackers and release them back into the sawgrass prairie. They say that uh, from there, the snake's tongues, which they used to detect sex chemicals, do all the work. And now they can tell when these snakes are starting to mate because a lot of times the males are leading to the larger females that are carrying up to 100 eggs. And then they can jump in and surprise them. Be like, aha, thought you are going to be mating? No, curtains for you, big old pythons. Wow. Oh, man, what a way to trick a creature. I know. You think you're going to get some action? Oh, man. Somebody crashes in on your party? That is so messed up. Yeah, they've been talking about doing this. They're going to start using a lot of tracking now to try to cut down the snake population in the Everglades. By the way, that tactic would would take over pretty much any species eventually. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Thinking you're going to get some action and then it's curtains? Yeah. I mean, feeding and mating, that's pretty much the two big things that we're uh, compelled to do. There's a senior citizen that was found dead in a pool of blood after he was mauled by a Brahma chicken in Ireland. What the heck is going on out there? It's crazy, these animal attacks. They say the Brahma chicken averages about 10 to 12 pounds, but is known to weigh as much as 18. 
The aggressive chicken has been moved to Jasper Krause's property after it had previously attacked a child. So this uh, chicken was known to be pretty squirrely. Yeah, you ever see those videos where those farm chickens will start running after a toddler or a kid? Yeah. And they really... It looks like these chickens could pick up these kids and throw them across the, the field. Yeah, some of them are pretty nasty. you got to watch, too, because they'll have those spurs. And what happened was this uh, chicken plunged its spur into this guy's leg, and he lost pints of blood. Caught an artery. I'll tell you what that chicken needs to meet, the gator. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I think I assume that chicken was taken out as well. Right? I think they would take out the chicken. Yeah. And if you do take out that chicken, do you take it out in a way where you do, you enjoy it for a meal later? Is it still dinner or is yeah. it just gone? That's the question. Yeah. A 36-year-old man in Miami was arrested last week. He was caught stealing from a farm and he used a stolen semi as his getaway vehicle. It had a refrigerated trailer with $140,000 worth of poultry inside. Now, he didn't steal from the truck... He didn't steal the truck from the farm. He'd stolen it earlier and drove it there. So he did intend on that being his getaway vehicle. He led police officers on a chase at one point, driving the wrong way down a road straight toward a cop car. So ironically, he was playing chicken in a poultry truck. I love this story. He eventually crashed the semi into a fence at a second farm and was apprehended. He's being held on $54,500 worth of bond. A lot of chicken news today. Yeah, it's a big day for chickens. Chickens and gators. The Florida Senate is considering a bill that would make it illegal to let your dog stick its head out the window of your car while driving. I always wondered that. Yeah. There's got to be stories of where a dog is sticking its head out the window, and it does not end well for the dog. There was a video the other day of, I think it was in California, they had the dog, they are going down a highway, and the dog just jumped yeah, into the middle of the road. You just don't know. You don't know what's going through that dog's head. What if that dog? And you're like, what are you doing, dog? Like, yeah, he's got dog depression. Maybe he wants to break free. Who knows? Or maybe he's like, you know what would be fun if I just, yeah, not you know working what? it through? And it jumped right in front of a semi. It didn't make it. It made it. Okay. But it was unreal watching it because it just, it bounced about a half inch from a semi-tire. Well, even when people leave their dog in the back of their truck and they drive around, how do you know that at a red light? I think it's going to jump oh, it's out. just going to jump, yeah. Go Rum Springer. Yeah. They say if it passes, pet owners would be hit with a second degree misdemeanor for letting their dog do it. Everything in it is supposed to keep pets safe and prevent animal cruelty. For example, it also make declawing cats illegal in Florida. It would bar people from driving with pets on their lap and ban the sale of rabbits in the lead up to Easter because so many people abandon them right after Easter. So it's not clear if the bill has enough support to pass, but these are all the things they want to have done in it. And don't rabbits really produce? Oh, yeah, baby. They produce a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah they do. Oh, yeah, they do. Well, Samantha Wright was accused of placing a chocolate milk in a diabetic's refrigerator, which is a a big no-no, I guess. So the person who accused Samantha Wright of putting the chocolate milk in there had gone off to church for a peaceful little Sunday morning, but she didn't know Samantha was going to be waiting for her when she got back. And when she returned to the house, there was old Samantha Wright waiting for her at the front door to reignite the argument and immediately started bashing the victim with her bare hands. The victim threw a container of kitty litter at Wright, which was returned with a glass bowl to the face. Wow, that turned to hell in a handbasket quick. Wright was arrested and faces charges of aggravated battery. My goodness, don't accuse her of leaving chocolate milk around a refrigerator. I will say, I haven't had chocolate milk in a while, and that story makes me want chocolate milk. It's delicious. (laughs) It's delicious, yeah. 
There's a Florida man that was arrested in Fort Myers after attacking another man who bought a key lime pie for his mother. The victim bought the pie for his mother's birthday and told the other man not to eat any of it. But a few days later, the victim came home and saw that the man had eaten the entire pie. The two argued, and the man who ate the pie poured two glasses of water over the victim's head. The pioneer then got arrested and charged with battery on a person 65 or older. I get why it all went down. <laughs> I mean, look, man, key lime pie. We got some delicious battles here in Florida. Hey, do you know what goes great with key lime pie? Chocolate, Chocolate milk. Chocolate milk, yeah. <laughs> right, it does. Well, 39-year-old Corey Mixon is accused of burglarizing several boats at a marina in the Florida Keys, then hiding in the mangroves to avoid arrest. When officers arrived, Mixon was throwing items from multiple boats over the fence of the marina into nearby mangroves. He also began to throw dive weights at employees and threatened to kill them while armed with a flare gun and a dive knife. Yeah, you can't do that. Mixon then jumped from the rack over the fence and into the mangroves and was later found and arrested. Aren't those mangroves protected, too, by the state? Yeah, you're not supposed to mess with the mangroves. A lot of things on a beach they don't want you messing with. And finally, a first-generation Apple iPhone from 2007 recently sold for more than $63,356 at an auction. At the time of the 2007 release, the phone was just worth $499. So now if you got an old iPhone in the box, $64,000. I had to buy a new computer yesterday. It was not fun. That is not fun. It was a Mac. They are the, it just, my gosh. Wait, how long did you have the other one? Uh, probably three years. Okay. All right. Three, three it plus. Was, it was just toast, huh? Yeah. Update. I, 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 yeah. It, it was time. It was just time. It just huh? was time, man. It aged it quickly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Coming up here in a couple of minutes, got 50 bucks to the Voodoo Bayou. They do good food and they're expanding as well to Fort Lauderdale. I got some real or fake Florida headlines. Get three out of five and you're going to the Voodoo Bayou. Dial us up right now to play 877-979-WRMF. The KVJ Show. All right, well, you hear the whacked out news. Maybe some of these stories will stick. You got to tell us, is this a real or fake Florida headline? Get three out of five here. You're going to get hooked up with 50 bucks to voodoo by you. We got uh, Henson on here from West Palm Beach. What's up, Henson? Hey, what's going on? How you doing? Henson Beach. Doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. Hopefully, I come in. <laughs> okay. Well, it's 50 50 on each of these. Get three out of five. You got 50 bucks to voodoo by you. What do you think? Is this a real or a fake Florida headline? Florida man protects car from Hurricane Dorian by parking it in his kitchen. Is that real or fake? Uh, Florida man protects door from. Say that one protects, time. He protects his apologies. car from Hurricane Dorian by parking it in the kitchen. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember reading about that. Yes. I think it was like a, a high-end Lamborghini or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yes, someone knows the news. Yeah. He's right on that. Very nice. There's one down. Two more to go. All right. Next up, Real or Fake Florida headline. Florida man shot dead after holding up liquor store with an adult toy. Is that real or fake? Oh, um, well, the first one is real. I'm going to say this one's fake. I don't, I don't know about this one. You're right. That is fake. But oh, that sounds so Florida. Yeah, could be. 
All right, you've uh, you're just coasting now. You only got to get one more out of the next three to get the fifty bucks to Voodoo Bayou. Henson, tell me, is this real or fake? Florida man once arrested for fighting drag queen with tiki torch runs for mayor. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say fake. Uh, I haven't heard that one. I'm gonna say that one is fake. That one is real, my friend. Uh, <laughs> actually, did happen. I'm trying to remember where that happened. Don't know why it feels like Wilton Manners, but it probably did happen somewhere in South Florida. All right, next up here, Henson, real or fake Florida headline. Florida man desperate for ride to Hooters calls 911. Is that real or fake? Um, it sounds real. Sounds like something that might happen. Going to go for real on that. You're correct. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. Only took you uh, four to get your three, three out of four, and you got 50 bucks to voodoo by you, my man. Nice, nice. I appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> Very good stuff for this time of year on Mardi Gras Tuesday to pick up some Cajun cuisine. And good news for Fort Lauderdale, too. You're getting a voodoo by you coming this spring to Las Olas. Going to be in the former Cafe de Paris. Ooh, Fort Lauderdale. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to be uh, getting another uh, location there for Voodoo Bayou. The KBJ Show. Welcome to the KBJ Show. Just kind of curious what it's like drug testing in your job. I saw DK Metcalf, who is a uh, player in the NFL, he gets a random screen message and was surprised to learn that he had 12 hours to arrange a drug test. That's how it works in the NFL. So you just get a message. You'd be like, hey, you got to have a uh, go to a reputable place and get a drug test within 12 hours. Go. We only had the one place in Miami that made us do that. And I yeah. remember you called me on a Friday night. And said, yo, Bird, they need to do a drug test on, on Monday. I was a I'm bit like, of a surprise. I'm like, oh, okay. I hung up the phone and put out my joint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. I mean, I had, oh, this ju- little thing. I had just yeah. uh, partaked. And then, then you called me. I'm like, oh, boy, that's uh, not that's good. bad timing. I didn't know radio cared about that. Yeah, radio typically doesn't. We usually don't have a, an issue with it. It was a weird thing. And then after we got the job, somebody's like, ah, they wouldn't have cared. Yeah, my boss told me they wouldn't have cared. I go, well, yeah. what's all that about? I know. Yeah, so we don't really have to deal with it. But. At, when I worked at the golf course, as soon as there was an injury or a crash mm-hmm. or anything went wrong, they go, go get a drug test right now. When I crashed that golf cart, oh, they, okay, made yeah. go, they, they made me go get a drug test right away. Wow. I mean, I passed. I was on nothing. Yeah, I don't, they don't, I don't know who does drug tests anymore. It doesn't seem like people care as much as they did. I mean, clearly, if you're driving, if you're doing a driving gig. yeah. Yeah, I guess you want to check and see what somebody's got in their system. Believe it or not, there's some restaurants that will say you got to do a drug test. I'm going, really? A restaurant? Yeah. Why would they care? I don't know. Why would radio care? I mean, to me, if somebody's really, they look messed up or whatever, then it's like, all right, are you hammered at work or on something? Then you need to go take a test. But I mean, if they're functioning all right, who cares? I know. Sometimes to get in, I'm saying to get into the job. Yeah. Not after. To get it. Yes. Yeah, okay. Well, if anybody's uh, got anything interesting that you got to do for your drug test, kind of curious what uh, your situation is like after hearing what they got to do in the NFL. This is something that uh, I didn't realize either. Did you know that 
you empty your bladder in 21 seconds. I'm going to have to time this out now. Not everybody. There's no way. It says every animal that weighs more than 6.6 pounds empties their bladder in 21 seconds. That sounds like an absolute, and only a Sith speaks in absolutes. Yeah, I thought it was pretty amazing. They say animals with bigger bladders just have stronger streams. Smaller bladders have weaker streams. But if you're over 6.6 pounds and you are a mammal, it takes you 21 seconds to pee. Well, how does that explain, let's say, at 9A... My stream is 17 seconds, and then at 10p, it's a different time. You, you may tell me my, my bladder is still empty at the same time? You're supposed to say it's 21 seconds. This sounds suspect to me. That's why I was like wondering as well. Like I'd never thought about it always being the same time. Well, if you're peeing for 27 seconds, aren't you still emptying out your bladder? Or am I just that dumb? It says here, if you pee for a shorter or longer time than that, you're training your bladder wrong, which could lead to overactive bladder issues. Now I so have to have bladder insecurity? I guess you could go too soon and it wouldn't take you the full 21 seconds, but that's what they're saying is that when you go, it should be taking you 21 seconds I mean, to empty your bladder. I mean, I'm getting bladdered shame now. Do, do I do anything right? No. Should there, you, so people are, are bladdered training? Well, maybe you are peeing 21 seconds. You just never realized it. No, man. My, I'm all over the place. I, I chart my pee. It, 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 I'm all over the place. 11 seconds here. I didn't realize yeah, there. I didn't realize there was a standard. I, there's a right answer for this. 21 seconds is the right amount of time. I'm going to challenge that. I know nothing about it, but I just... It doesn't feel right, Kevin. Okay. Yeah, they say that uh, if you're doing it uh, quicker or faster or taking longer than the 21 seconds, you're not do doing it right. Well, what if you drank seven pitchers of Kool-Aid? I'm supposed to say empty that out in 22 seconds or whatever that time is? Get out of here with this Yeah, science. I don't know. Is there anybody in uh, biology can back this up? So I saw that, too. I was like, wow, every time it's 21 seconds, or it should be, if you're doing it right, just doesn't uh, feel right. But uh, that's what they say, 21 seconds. All right, I got something to jump on us about. 877-979-WRMF, 877-979-9763. always love getting your take on the random thing you have an unusually strong opinion about. We got more of those next. <laughs> KVJ. Then he said he just went to go pee and it took him 24 seconds. So he's long. He said he was long. Yeah, I just heard that every mammal, 6.6 pounds or greater, takes 21 seconds or should be taking 21 seconds to empty their bladder. Okay, let's say he goes he, he, he goes again and it's 28 seconds this time. Where's the theory at then? The theory is that that's how much time it should take if everything in your body is going right. You're going to the bathroom at the right time. They say that if you go shorter or longer, then you're training your bladder wrong and it could lead to overactive bladder issues. Well, I'm just, huh. not, I'm just doing it all wrong, Kevin. 21 seconds. That's what they say. People are uh, timing themselves in the uh, chat room. Just had uh, one that said uh, 22 seconds, got a 14 seconds. Oh, I like this. You're trying to do a game. We're yeah. All, we're all playing kind of like Pokemon Go. Everybody's trying to see now. They're very curious. Does this uh, pan out? How do you explain it if everyone is not at 21 seconds? Because it does seem to be unbelievable. And then uh, what do you do to change it? I don't know. I, I'm not gonna lie. I got I got bladder insecurity now. I hear you. Yeah, it's another thing you're failing at. You didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate that. 
Uh, got a whole bunch of random opinions that are all pretty strong here. Love to get you when you sound off on this on the KBJ Show Facebook page. So what is a random thing you have an unusually strong opinion about? I think cigar smokers need to go on their own island and smoke their cigars. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. I've seen it too many times. You get these. And why does every cigar smoker look the same? Yeah, it, it's it's there's a, it's, a type. There is. Yeah, and they ruin it for everybody. They're, they're, the cigar it's pungent. Smoke, it really is. I'm talking. There's a, a little sandwich shop next to this little cigar area. Yeah, and it just wreaks havoc. Not only on the sandwich area, just but yeah. on the other place on the Food other and side. Food don't mix. The sandwich shop says they hate the cigar people because yeah. it's it's such a bully. It, yeah, it, it, it ruins everything. I could see that. Yeah, cigar smokers get your own island. Okay. Stop ruining the subs. <laughs> yeah. Some of the opinions people have. The film on the top of microwave-ready meals should have a substantially longer overhang in one quarter to give you a fighting chance of not melting your fingers off in a steam when you open it. That is tough, and they don't do that right. There's nothing more frustrating if you have that plastic film and you're trying to pull it back it's not long enough, it breaks off, and now you're trying to battle steam as you're trying to get to your meal while it's still hot. And sometimes, too, little plastic pieces can fall in the food. It's it's not a good system. Yeah. I'm with you, man. A lot of them are not made right. Another random strong opinion here. It's absolute cowardice not to give Barbie and Ken proper genitals. You're right. they got nothing but just <laughs> nothing. Nobody had anything. It was smooth. Nobody had anything. Like butter with yeah, everybody. Just nothing. Skipper or Skippy? I remember. Remember her, the sister. She I had nothing down know. there. Skip really? Oh yeah. You not, checked them all. Every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, nope. Uh, nope. I don't know why they couldn't do that. I guess we weren't, we weren't ready for it at that age. Uh, they don't, I don't remember them only only putting the crack on. On dolls, I never, I've never seen genitals on dolls when I was a kid. Because you know, if they had them, what you would have been doing with them the entire time, well, you would have been having just fun with yeah. them. Well, I don't know. What are you, what are you trying to say? Uh, trying to make <laughs> I, I'm feeling creepy, little bird. <laughs> no, uh, whatever. Hey, fat cat would be all, of, Fat cat would be doing some weird things. I uh, no, I'd be eating the. I'd, I'd be in the kitchen. <laughs> oh yeah. I, but but honestly, I don't think they had private parts on, on any toys back then. Never have. I, I don't know that they do now. I still don't know if they're making any dolls with them that I've seen. Do they? Yeah. If you go to Walmart and buy a doll now, do they have? No, because I think it's creepy. It's still creepy. It's like, we don't need that. You get it? We don't need that there. There's just too many twisted people out there. And a lot of them go to Walmart. Uh-huh. <laughs> Of all animated films about a man in his 30s falling in love with and kissing what appears to be the corpse of a 14-year-old girl, Disney's Snow White is undoubtedly the best. It's a great cartoon. He does look like he's in his 30s. He is kissing what apparently is about a 14-year-old girl. Is she a teenager in that? Do they even talk about age, or is it assumed? I don't know. Right, He does look a good bit older. It's cartoons, though. It doesn't look like it's consenting. Do they bring up... Oh, I know. There's, 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 a, there's, a, whole Reddit, there's a whole Reddit section about trying to take down the prince from Snow White. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're watching you, prince. Okay, y'all. How old is Snow White? It's a good question. Yeah. What was her age supposed to be? A lot of those Disney princesses are teenagers, but then how old is their love interest? 
Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Was she a teen? No, she's not a teenager in Beauty and the Beast, is she? I don't know. Is I don't know well enough. Is a teenager? She seems... Denny's goes, he doesn't... It's, yeah, wow. How many improper relationships do they have? The Beast is obviously a man. Oh, yeah. He's, he's known as the Beast. It looks like he's 40. Yeah, if you break apart a lot of these stories, it's the purity definitely... Some twisted stuff going on here, Disney. Another uh, random opinion. Whoever invented the phrase sleeping like a baby clearly never had any babies. Okay. Denny's will find out soon enough. Dang. Snow White was 14. Snow White was 14. Okay. Oh, you're right. How old was the prince? We gotta he looked older than 14. It's time to cancel the prince, man. Dang. She's out cold. She doesn't know what's going on. Uh, this says a random opinion I've got. I have a strong opinion about pie. Maybe it's just a sensory thing or something, but pie is so overrated and gross. It has an ugly texture, and it doesn't even look that good. That's all I got to say, because I hate pie. So, I feel like you're not you're judging every pie on the same standard, and I don't think that's right. Okay. I think they probably hate a lemon meringue or... They sound like they don't like the goopy kind of pie. Okay. But maybe I, I, I love pie so much that I feel like I have to fix them. It is a mushy texture. I know sometimes people just don't like a mushy type of texture. They Gosh, find it to be gross. I love pie. I'm, I'm in such a pie world right now, and yeah. I've gotten out of the ice cream world. I find I don't think ice cream is gross. Don't get me wrong. That's yeah. not what I'm saying. Just, I don't know. It doesn't fill me what kind, what like kind of, pie does. What kind of pie? Oh, my gosh. All sorts, Kevin. I love I know you love ham pies. I do love ham pies. Yeah. <laughs> I love ham pies. Because you think you're not eating that much pie. But yeah. when you eat four Small. of them. When you eat four of them. It's a hand. It's a whole pie. Yeah. This person says, I highly believe at age 65 you need to retake your driver's test every five years, both written and field. I don't think it's a bad idea to have people test their skills. No. I'm not awesome. Yeah. Yeah, why not? I'm, I'm I'm all for that. I mean, what else are you doing after that age? You got time. Uh, another one here, random thing you've got an unusually strong opinion about. Bathrobes are unflattering and have a look of depression. Nothing says you've given up on your family, friends, and ultimately yourself like wearing a bathrobe in communal areas of the house. It depends on the bathrobe. Look, I've had, I had a silky bathrobe that had some cheetah print on it, and it did not say I'm giving up. It okay. Said, it said, I'm, said giving, I'm a sex machine. I'm giving in. That's what yeah. it said. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My KVJ show. People jumping in with some unusually strong opinions. One person saying, I think flip flops are the most disgusting thing in the world and often won't date people who wear them regularly. Mm. Kind of sound a little judgy. Okay. <laughs> the big uh, popular shoe in Florida. But I guess they're saying, you know, you can't flip a lot of funk up on your feet. Your feet have got to be covered in so much bacteria when you wear them. Just don't think about it. Yeah, I guess obviously this person is, and they cannot stand it. Somebody said, work meetings should only be for brainstorming. Email me everything else. I can't argue with that. Yeah, I wouldn't say I love meetings. Mm-hmm. Of any sort. I mean, back in with baseball, I didn't like them either. I don't think a lot of people overall do, for the most part. Most meetings are, for most people, are not fun. Well, unless we're chilling and 
having a couple of drinks, but at that point, why are we meeting? Let's yeah. just go out and go to the We're bar. not really meeting. We're just drinking. Exactly. And talking. Uh, this person said, I hate when people say, how you doing, but they don't care to find out the answer to the question. It drives me absolutely crazy. Oh, it's more of just a, a pleasantry, just to kind of get them talking about their own stuff. Yeah, I think they just say because they don't know what to say, and then they really don't care about the answer because you're like, I'm doing it, and they're already walking off to something else. But if someone asks you how you're doing and they're truly a good listener, I think those people are awesome. Yeah, you can do it. It's all about how you do it. So if you ask the question, stick around to find out the answer. If not, you're going to drive people crazy. All right, uh, you can always uh, get a hold of us or send us an email, mail at kvjshow.com. It's KVJ. I mean, I know it's Tuesday, but it's definitely got some strong Monday vibes around here. We got uh, Virginia. She is out for Fat Tuesday. She is in uh, New Orleans for Mardi Gras. So we knew she was going to be down, but uh, didn't know Suits is going to be out. He's uh, illin'. He uh, apparently went a little hard for NASCAR. It was uh, the Daytona 500 on Sunday. Bird's in here. He's illin'. And poor Denny's is running around like a maniac trying to keep up with everything. So, And then our computer is not really working right. Coach, your show is falling apart. Yeah, you know, just one of them days. You come in, you're like, oh boy, man, it's going to be a challenge to get this thing going. But well, if I here. if I didn't come in, then what, we you wouldn't be able to do a show today. It would yeah. have been best of right, exactly. So you might get sick tomorrow, but at least we had a show. At today. least we had a show today. That's true. <laughs> That's true. So if you got uh, heavy Monday vibes going on on a Tuesday here, maybe you can go to the F My Life website. When things just aren't going right, people go in there and they vent real quick. You can go on and read other people's misery, maybe feel better about what's going wrong in your life. A couple things uh, posted up there. One person said, today the school counselor asked me to leave the grief counseling group I've been going to after the death of my sister. Apparently I scare the others, FML. Well, that's not awesome. Well, you can do that too solo as well. The grief yeah. counseling, and you might you might be more of a solo act, is all. Might be time for you to go into your own session. <laughs> well, I can see how that could be alarming at times. If you're all, if everyone's just trying to grieve, and then you got right. one person who's just over wailing and freaking and losing their mind, solo act. Yeah, uh, this one says my wife has implemented a point based system that rewards me with a round of loving when I hit five thousand points. With 20 points for washing the dishes or 50 points for vacuuming the house, I should earn enough points by Christmas, FML. That's such a depressing. I, I, I hate that one so much. That one's that's, so depressing. Yeah, to me. that's not, that's not, I don't think, very healthy for any kind of marriage. I, I know you think you're probably all clever and like, yeah, I got him on a point based system to earn his loving. That sounds like the worst kind of marriage. No. I would be so sad. Yeah, honestly, I, w- I would drop that right away. You're just building and, up resentment, and that's that's not the way to get it done. It'd also be kind of cool if we both want to sleep with each other, too. I- I'm hoping that still goes yeah. on. You know? This is just a one-sided thing. And yeah. Well, if it's one-sided, then I feel like a monster. Yeah. Right. It's like, you don't want this. Like, I'm forcing myself on you, and you're just bracing yourself and hoping it ends quickly. FML. That's hot, yeah. Uh, This one says, today I realized that the comforting, unique scent of my mother in my childhood was actually the smell of the marijuana she smokes. I think a lot of people realize that the older they got. Dang, mom and dad were potheads. Yeah, you associate this nice smell with being comforting and reminding you of home. Eh, That was just weed smoke. Says, today I lost my balance while peeing at work. I should have been thinking of the embarrassing walk back to my desk, but all I kept wondering was how only my shirt got wet, FML. 
Boy, that's quite a stream there. It is. Or if they only go for 21 seconds. Nah, I, there's so much debate on that. <laughs> Today I was brushing my teeth when it came time for me to spit. I absentmindedly opened my bathroom drawer and spat in there instead of the sink. FML. Do you have a spit issue? Because so, you have a beard. We, we both have yeah. facial hair. Uh, when you brush your teeth, and maybe you're a way neat, neater of a brusher, mm. do you find that you're always trying to wash out toothpaste in your beard and all that? And- Things can happen. Yeah. yeah the beard, uh, you know, especially when you've uh, gotten out of the shower, the water runs down, and then it kind of, you know, your beard traps it in there. It does. And even when I, especially a toothpaste kind of a situation, mm-hmm. even when I wash it out and I feel yeah. like it's gone, for about 25 mins, I can still sense the toothpaste on my beard. Beards are always catching something embarrassing. Always, man. It's not right. good. I think you got something. What is that? Chicken in your beard? You're like, oh, it's just so gross. Or a mustache. My dad always led the league in ketchup. Pockets, right? He, he, yeah. My mom would make him so with ketchup. He'd have ketchup on his mustache. It was always kind of gross, though. Uh, yeah, I think you got ketchup in your mustache. Uh, this one said, "Today I finally found a dress I've been missing for ten months. It was in a casket on my recently deceased cousin." FML. What? Apparently, somebody in your family snaked one of your favorite dresses and gave it to your deceased cousin. So you're not getting for, it back for the funeral? I guess so. Yeah, I don't know, man. I always thought my family was weird, but there's some weird families that there's you There's some weird in. stuff going on, man. That's odd. Today, I discovered that an unmentioned side effect of my new medication is body zits. I now have zits on my neck, my ear, and inside my nose. FML. I don't know, man. Whatever the other ailment you're trying to avoid, I don't know if it's worth it. Gosh, yeah. I don't know. You got to rethink yourself. What would you rather have? Gross zits all over your body or a cold? That can happen sometimes with birth control. Yeah, mm-hmm. it can make uh, a woman break out in a lot of acne. Yeah, and it's you know that, that's and that, then nobody wants to sleep with you. That, that's just tough. that's the birth control. That, that's I mean that's a side effect that. Not people, <laughs> How about we get together after you lose all them zits? Well, I don't think you're pumped for that. No, <laughs> you're right. That's the most effective birth control on the market. <laughs> Today, my alcoholic father volunteered that he was cutting back on his drinking. By switching from gym martinis to vodka martinis. The person that's always proclaiming that they're going to stop their drinking is the person that's not going to stop their they're drinking. They're definitely not going to yeah. No. No. I bought my date. I brought my date home to meet my parents. We walked in the front door to find my drunken father wearing nothing but a Viking helmet while swinging and jabbing our living room furniture with a pool noodle. FML. Good for him, man. Yeah. The man likes to get weird by himself. Yeah, he likes to get drunk and put on a Viking helmet. He's probably in his natural state. He's probably afraid to show you <laughs> the Viking that he is. Today I found out through 23andMe that my ex-husband and father of my children is my fifth cousin. Okay, FML. but fifth isn't. We're fifth okay with right. fifth, right? Yeah, it's it's odd. I mean, because, you know, hey, we're technically cousins. You're cool with the fourth cousin, too. Yeah. Third? I, I think the only the only place it's super jacked up and considered legal is first. So if I, I wouldn't encourage second or third, but I think by fourth or fifth, uh, okay. If I'm hot and heavy dating my second cousin, when I leave the room, are you and Virginia talking about it? I know you're not, but I mean, you're gonna have to endure Virginia talking about it. Yeah, there'll be a couple jokes. There's gonna yeah. be some comments. There'll be a couple jokes. First cousins, without a doubt. It's, oh, you've man. gone too far. Oh my gosh. Yes. Today I hooked up with a single mother. Amazing sex, but now I can't sleep because her baby won't stop crying. FML. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what you get. 
Somebody said, today my toddler gave me a ball of melted chocolate. I learned that all toddlers eat all the chocolate. When they hand you a ball of it, it will be poop. Oh, good gosh. Oh, no. So if a toddler hands you chocolate, that ain't chocolate. That apparently is the uh, rule to learn. Valuable information in there. KVJ. Got uh, an After the Show podcast. Going to be coming up here in just uh, about 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, We'll get to that. You can uh, catch it live on YouTube, also on Twitch. Just go and search for the KBJ Show, and it's going to pop up. Plus, it's uh, also on demand wherever you might possibly want it. Never thought about this, but uh, remember Paul Rudd was actually a part of the Friends cast when they stopped filming the show. He jumped in and got married to Phoebe. And uh, I kind of forgot that he was a part of the whole show, but he talks about what it was like because he jumped in, kind of became a cast member, and then the show ended, but he hadn't been there that long. Yeah, I did. It was really fun, and they were great. The whole thing was a bit surreal, I must say, you know, to be a part of that. Because I came on really at the end. Yeah, but you had a big part in it. I mean, you saved Phoebe, basically. Uh, you know I, I, mean? I, I, um, well, I You're very kind to say that, but I think <laughs> that, uh, you know, I'd never knew that I was going to be in as many as as I was. But it also felt strange. I mean, I was in that last episode and I just thought, I, thought, I shouldn't be here. This this is a, I'm getting like a front row seat to things I'm not supposed to see. They were all crying. It was all emotional. Yeah, cool. Oh, wow. And I was just Final like, scene of Yeah, it was really, I mean, it was, I, I felt very privileged, but I also was like, uh, I just, I, don't, I just uh, want to sit back here. <laughs> not get in the way. Okay, there you go. It's the movie to go check out in theaters. Ant-Man was number one at the box office. I did see that the latest Avatar movie moved past Titanic and to third place all time on the box office list. So is it Avatar, Avatar? Avatar is one, and then you've got uh, Avengers Endgame is two, and then Avatar 2 is number three now, and then Titanic's dropped to four. Dang, though, man. Cameron. Three of the top four. He knows what he's doing, apparently. Yeah, top grossing movies of all time, so it doesn't uh, suck to be him. All right, Bird, if you would, wrap us up with your thought for the day today. Yes, Kevin, thank you. It is the loose ends which people hang themselves. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay, oh. tie up the loose ends, yes. huh? And don't hang yourself? Don't hang yourself. Okay, that's, that's good advice. The KDJ Show on 97.9 WRMS.